It's hard to put into words that feeling you get when you experience a pure Rocky Mountain getaway. Whether it's the thrill of an epic hike or the tranquility of small town charm in the village of Estes Park, Colorado, it's a feeling they know well. Only a 90-minute drive from Denver, and you're surrounded by awe-inspiring views, endless adventure, and a picturesque downtown with restaurants, shops, breweries, art galleries, and family attractions. Start planning your Rocky Mountain escape now at www.visitestespark.com. Oohs and ahs included. Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte Technology Careers at deloitte.com slash techcareers. And engineer your future at Deloitte. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. All the guys want, I want what Mayweather got, I want what Mayweather got. He done bust your ass like Mayweather. I was trying to fight every fight. I sacrificed a lot. What, what, what do you bring to the table? Let's get this on. Let's do it. Where's like this? It's, it's, it's all over. Wait, wait, wait. All right, that's it. Hold on. Every, Bernard, everybody calm down. Man, you know how these bitches is in this court. Total disrespect. Kid has no class, no style at all. I sacrificed a lot. Boxingboys.com To get to where I got to Boxingboys.com Good morning TPV Welcome back ladies and gentlemen to another morning edition with the Boxing Voice Radio February 4th Thursday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. on the West Coast. We are your boxing breakfast morning show. That's right. We out here to get you through your day's work and your morning commute. Uh, Scheduled on today's show, if not today's entire itinerary. Remember, today is Thursday, flagship day at 7 p.m. Eastern for any new listeners. We will be basically live all day. We'll be back at 7 p.m. But before then, we'll even be back at 2.30 with Keith One Time Thurman. So we'll be live right here at 2.15. Keith One Time Thurman will be with us at 2.30 Eastern Time p.m. And then later this evening uh, around, uh, well, let's start with this morning, right? This morning at 9.30, we will have Evan Holyfield. Let me actually send this link to Evan now. Uh, so that he could get ready to rock out with us. And uh, yeah, so we'll have Evan Holyfield, the son uh, of obviously Evander Holyfield. And um, he's going to be scheduled to be on the show this morning. And then uh, at 10 a.m., we'll have uh, Tyler. 
Tyler Yavalar, I want to say. You know, uh, I guess he might be Russian. I'm starting to realize there are a lot of Russians in Florida. Um, gyms are filled with them, man. So, uh, yes, Tyler. We'll have Tyler. And Tyler is actually um, an amateur, man. We don't do this often. Uh, but, man, did that kid show some skill. Uh, one moment. This is what happens when you're riding solo dolo, Scarface, no Manolo. You know what I'm saying? It's just me. None of the gang is here, but I'll hold it down as always. Right? So let's get back on track. Evan Holyfield, 930. Tyler Yavalar at 10 a.m. And uh, he's an amateur. I, I want to let him tell us, uh, you know, all the details. I think he might be 18 and 0 only, which is very early, right? Because, I mean, Keith one time Thurman had an over, over 120 fights. And, and once again, that's just a cheap plug. We're going to have Keith on at 2.30. So join us at 2.15 for another live show. Uh, talking about welterweight division. Long-awaited interview for TBV, right? We had him scheduled for a few. And, you know, with the move and with him and, you know, flip-flopping all that, we are eventually here, and it should be done at 2.30. But also, I never got around to telling you about our flagship show. Our flagship show is going to have uh, Adam Blue Nose Lopez around uh, 7.30, and then we'll get um, Victor Morales at 5.30. He's going to be on a DAZN card. Uh, Lopez is scheduled for an ESPN top rank card. And then Ken Porter. We'll have Ken Porter. He was in the dentist yesterday, so we didn't get him yesterday. We'll have him today uh, at 6, his time, right? So that makes it 9, our time. Yeah, so we're, 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 we got a jam, jam, jam-packed day of uh, boxing talk and interviews. I mean, this morning's conversation is going to be uh, based off Jamal Charlo's Instagram Live, where he was baiting David Benavidez and Jose Benavidez Sr. to join him on his Instagram Live to make this fight between David Benavidez and himself. And uh, he had some terms. Uh, he said, you know, well, first of all, some may dismiss this because he was uh, sarcastically talking about uh, Benavidez being a young man versus him being a man and he went as far as saying like he could raise uh david benavidez even though they're not that much uh you know they're not that old uh, or 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 their age doesn't uh they're not a, a part so far apart in age i think charlo's only like 30 or 31 right i think he's canelo's age so david is what 23 maybe um but yes, Charlo went on to say he doesn't even fight people that are 25 and, and younger. But that was all part of his sarcastic, you know, rant of how Benavidez is a little boy um, and, and not on his level and, and, and never been hit by the shit that he would hit him with, is what he said, right? Because um, he feels I'm a grown ass man and this guy is not. But this is a fight that's been brewing, man. <clears throat> I, I feel lucky to have been a part of it uh, way back in Mexico at the WBC convention when Jose 
Benavides Sr. is really the one that started this. And it's 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 officially growing legs um, now. Uh, the, 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 the roar for this is getting louder and louder. Uh, but Charlo on his Instagram live said he is more than willing to face Benavidez and he's willing to put his WBC uh, 160 pound strap on the line because, uh, damn, I forgot the word he used, but let's just paraphrase and throw one in there, editor's brackets, and say he like big dog shit. But it was something like that he said. I mean, one of y'all could correct me. Um, you know, and then he went on to say, but Benavidez must get COVID vaccinated. Um, he must have the vaccine. Uh, so, or, or, you know, I mean, and, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, Mario got vaccinated. My, my wife got vaccinated. So what's the big deal, right? Like, um, if you're a professional fighter, yeah. I mean, you, you, you should really, you should be able to get it, you know, um, at least easier than regular folk. But my co-host Mario Munguilla got it done and his wife. So now, uh, you know, he went on and gave his explanation as well. He didn't say Trey Miller. He didn't say that Benavidez got to come down to 160. He said he's moving up to 168, and he'll still put his title on the line on some big dog shit. That's what he said. Just go watch the video. It's it's out there. Everybody's reposted it by this point. Um, that being said, Charlo uh, gave his explanation for the vaccination, and it, and I'm with it. You know, he's like, look, the times that we in. You know, we taking pay cuts, and I'm paraphrasing, right? But he's like, yo, we taking pay cuts. So he's like, I'm not going to be uh, dumb, broke, and sick. You know what I'm saying? So basically, if that's the only thing that you need to do, I'm sure uh, Samson Lewickovich, who is the promoter of David Benavidez and, 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 and Jose Benavidez Sr., obviously trainer and manager of his son, uh, they can get that done. You know, Jose really wants this fight for his son. So I think that these uh, terms are, are small things, you know, um, in this day and age. Why everyone's getting COVID tested. Uh, is it morally wrong for Charlo to ask Benavidez to take the vaccine? I don't know. I mean, you know. There, I know that there are a lot of people out here that don't want to take the vaccine or don't believe in taking a vaccine, but he has. He's already come out and said that he has, you know, and maybe he did it. Um, maybe that was a, a, a moral decision as a father, right? Having children in his household. Uh, maybe he just wanted to be certain that he wouldn't, uh, you know, give anything to his family, being as though that he's the one that's the business and, and travels probably more often than the rest of his family, right? And again, it's hard to put into words that feeling you get when you experience a pure Rocky Mountain getaway. Whether it's the thrill of an epic hike or the tranquility of small town charm in the village of Estes Park, Colorado, it's a feeling they know well. Only a 90-minute drive from Denver, and you're surrounded by awe-inspiring views, endless adventure, and a picturesque downtown with restaurants, shops, breweries, art galleries, and family attractions. Start planning your Rocky Mountain escape now at www.visitestespark.com. Oohs and ahs included. What does it mean to be locally owned and operated? For Cenex, it means everything. It means that we know if you take your coffee to go, or if you like to stay a while. It means we've helped Little Leagues get jerseys and local festivals get funding. 
It means we know what our communities need. So you'll always leave Cenex with a full tank, full of snacks, or full of smiles. Or all of the above. And that means the world to us. Cenex. Powered locally. Me, you know, just coming up with shit in my head. Uh, trying to make sense of this. I mean, but again, if we go back to the the... The beginning of this, I mean, he's not asking for much. He's not telling Benavides to come down. He's saying he's moving up. You know, he's not saying uh, anything like a vaccination. That I mean, boxing fans should be like, okay, that's not even a big deal. Like he's not asking for a catchway. He's not asking for for Benavides to wear bigger gloves. He's, I mean, I don't know how big a deal is the vaccination, right? Like that's what I want to know in terms of the callers, people that are, are are gonna talk about this topic. Like, are these terms crazy? He seems very confident that he could beat Benavidez, you know, uh, so much so that he's willing to put his title up. Remember, normally Kell Brook moved up to fight. Gennady and didn't lose his IBF title even though he lost the fight. Why? Because it wasn't on the line. I mean, this guy's, you know, boldly saying, we can fight out of my division, and, and if I lose, you take my belt. Now, will the sanctioning bodies approve that? That's another thing. I don't know if uh, Mauricio will be okay with it. But then again, the WBA was, right? But the WBA is a completely different sanctioning body when they allowed Leo Santa Cruz and Gervonta Tank Davis to fight for the 130 and 135-pound WBA belt. So every sanctioning body is different, but we have seen these things before. So if they happen to uh, pop back up, I, you know, I don't think it would be a big deal. I mean, we've, we've, we've seen it. Tank had that 135 pound regular and, and he put that on the line at a, on a, on a, on a 130 pound fight with Leo Santa Cruz. Just remember that. Remember that. Remember that everybody. I see you in the chat saying, how, how, how is it that you guys have fickle minds? How is it that you forget so easily? You forgot the tank just fought last year and did that. But 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 Steve in, in Chicago is 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 right. Uh, belts don't matter. Not in a fight like this. This is a big time fight. Imagine this in September. You know. Um, now the issue is going to be: Can they do this one in September and uh, go against a Canelo Alvarez? You know, uh, put put themselves up against a Canelo because this would be a PBC affair, and Canelo would still be hypothetically facing. Uh, well, wait a minute, wait a cotton picking minute. Can you imagine? Keller plan is the September fight, and PBC come to an agreement with Canelo, and it's a pay per view, and Benavides Charlo on the undercard. Because now we're talking, this is Premier Boxing. I forgot all about that. PBC has to do this fight. I mean, I know this is, is this is its own main event. But if you're Charlo, you do want to be on the Canelo on the card. You do want to make a statement. You do want to be saying, yo, I moved up to 168. I could beat Plant. 
Canelo winner. Look at what I did to Benavidez. And if you're Benavidez, this is your way back at it. This is your way. Man, that would be... Uh, yeah, Team Batman Boxing, shout out to you. Yo, he had, the, he had that fire in Manchester. Shout out to Team Batman Boxing. Yo, uh, I, I am wishing on a star. I am wishing on a star. But you know... It's possible just because that that September fight with Canelo is planned and that will be co-promotion PBC. And, 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 and what is Canelo going to say? No, don't put my fellow Mexican, who, by the way, according to Mr. PBC in Seattle, says Canelo says he doesn't want to fight a Mexican. So he's not he, he don't want to fight Benavides. He might as well put Benavides on the undercard. Right. I mean, and, 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 and each promotion, Canelo promotions could get one fight. Right, and they got like Frank Sanchez or somebody who's also PBC too. But like, it, normally that's how it is. Like, either we go co-promotion on both fight or all the undercard, or you get a fight, I get a fight. Like, remember Mayweather? I mean, not Mayweather, but remember uh, Tyson Fury and Wilder. The two promotions split that undercard. But it looks like we got the praying mantis, Francis. I was trying to give you some time to get everything straight. You straight? Is you I'm ready? Straight. Is you ready? I'm you ready? I've been ready. ready. I've been rocking right. out, man. I'm waiting for Evan Holyfield. He should be with us at 930. All right, let's get it rocking. Next up, sports up. Yeah, homie, now that's us. You ain't tuning in, then you're hustling backwards. Doing, we always keep it popping till your partner to slide through. Every sport and event, hit us up, and we got you because we what? Listen, man, thank you to everybody out there. Thank you to my Lord and Savior for another one. You know what I'm saying? Thank you to TBV. We back in the morning, man. A lot of things happened in the world of boxing yesterday. A lot of ha things happening in the world of boxing every day. But this is what's on the top of the docket. We got Jamal Charlo, Jamal Charlo versus David Benavides. Possibilities, a lot of talk, a lot of a lot of live streams, a lot of social media getting involved, and in, uh, a lot to talk about, a lot to digest. Ness, what's up, man? Thank you for another day. What's going on, brother? Nothing, man. Just uh, rocking out, brother. Rocking out, talking boxing. And enjoying that uh, Jamal Charlo hasn't put any um, weird stipulations to make this fight. He simply is willing to move up to 168. He's willing to put his title on the line even though he doesn't have to. And he just wants David Benavidez to, to be vaccinated. Now, you are a person that may have to deal with that if you want to get out your country. Uh, I think you told us. That rumor has it. If you want to get out, you have to be vaccinated. You could clear that up for us. But, uh, I mean, I guess you're in. Yeah, in Canada. Yeah, vaccination is uh, it's not mandatory. But um, definitely getting um, your COVID test and whatnot definitely is mandatory. Um, they're working at. It's kind of hard for them to make it mandatory for, for leaving the country. But they can make it mandatory for you to do some type of. They're going to put a lot of hurdles to make it difficult for you to want to even go. You know what I mean? Whether it's by the quarantine or by paying for this or paying for that, they're going to try and deter you um, the best way they possibly can. So that's what the stipulations are with that. Now, with this, um, him getting a COVID um, test, it, it, it's... Well, no, not COVID test. He wants I mean, vaccination, vaccination. Sorry, my apologies. Because he's already yeah. vaccinated, he said. Yeah. That, uh, that one for me is kind of up in the air. It's kind of up in the air. And the reason why I say that, because um, be vaccinated. Yes, it's almost like signing up for the clean for the for VADA. Right. It's not everybody that's not signed up for VADA. And yes, you can force somebody to sign up for VADA um, to have a fight. But um, I don't think it comes off as. 
like it's a must, must, must that you must sign up for VADA. So in this situation here, um, him saying he needs to be vaccinated, unless it's a mandatory thing that everybody be vaccinated, then um, and it's safe. I don't, I don't see why not, but it does come off a little bit like a cap. It does come off like cap to me. Um, y'all don't forget to smash the thumbs up button and subscribe button. Does help with the growth and the visibility. TBV in the morning. What's happening, y'all? It does come off a little bit like cap. Does anybody agree or disagree? Just a little bit. What? What you think? Ma you think Maul is capping? Just it comes off the statement of the vaccination. Um, getting vaccinated comes off a little bit like cap because it's not. It's not mandatory for everyone to be vaccinated. So to put somebody in that type of position yeah, to be like, if they don't leave. Stop huh? the spread. He's trying to help stop I, the spread. I, and, I hear and, and he's trying to be careful for his family. Remember, he got like four little kids over there. He don't want to bring nothing home. That's right. That's right. But you see, what happens now is that you're going to have to pull the card to be like, okay, you got to show us proof that you've been vaccinated. You could just be saying that. All right. And that's. Listen, that's that's, that's understandable. I think yeah. that's understandable and that's that's fair. Um, you know, but uh if he can provide it if if needed, right? Because David is not questioning whether I mean he hasn't yet. He hasn't questioned yeah. whether or not it's true uh or false that 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 Maul has been vaccinated. But if that comes into question, I think yeah, absolutely. That should be um within reason. For Jamal to have to produce it, you know, uh, right. I don't see anything wrong with that. But I think I also don't see anything wrong with Jamal asking for that. Like, I mean, he's a, he's a family man. He's got kids, you know what I'm right. saying? And he's done it. Allegedly, he's already been vaccinated. So it's not like he's asking you to do something he hasn't done himself. Allegedly, I hear that. I hear that. Uh, any other issues yo, did you have with? Yo, yo, what's up? yo? Maul gonna come for you? Allegedly, you keep saying allegedly. You keep saying you no, know. Being... Did he take the test? Like yo, I mean, because not the taking test, a stance that you would normally take. But I'm why? Taking but why would, would he? Take. Why would he get on his Instagram live and say he's vaccinated if he's not? You keep saying allegedly. It's it's easy. It's easy for you to turn around and say, "Yo, come on, man. Y'all, y'all know I was playing, man. I don't read that vaccination, man. Like, come on, man. You know how that? You know how to dance up. That's how they do it. Like, you actually believe that? Like, I was definitely playing with that situation. So me... It's hard to put into words that feeling you get when you experience a pure Rocky Mountain getaway. Whether it's the thrill of an epic hike or the tranquility of small town charm in the village of Est. Park, Colorado, it's a feeling they know well. Only a 90-minute drive from Denver, and you're surrounded by awe-inspiring views, endless adventure, and a picturesque downtown with restaurants, shops, breweries, art galleries, and family attractions. Start planning your Rocky Mountain escape now at www.visitestespark.com. Oohs and ahs included. It's hard to put into words that feeling you get when you experience a pure Rocky Mountain getaway. Whether it's the thrill of an epic hike or the tranquility of small town charm in the village of Estes Park, Colorado, it's a feeling they know well. Only a 90-minute drive from Denver, and you're surrounded by awe-inspiring views, endless adventure, and a picturesque downtown with restaurants, shops, breweries, art galleries, and family attractions. Start planning your Rocky Mountain escape now at www.visitestespark.com. Oohs and ahs included. Let me ask you a question because you know I don't watch any other sports. Is, is any uh, other sports being are they being vaccinated? Um, not in not in not in the mandatory form. There are some people who believe in the vaccination who have taken it. But, but some are who, there are there major sports figures in any other sport that you watch that have taken the vaccination that you know? 
Like any quarterbacks or basketball guys, anybody like that? Nobody? Not off the top of my head, no. Oh, wow. That, oh, wow. That's, okay. That's okay. Taking it. But, they, but they have gone through the whole protocol of either having COVID or being in contact with somebody that had and had to go through the process of quarant- um, self-isolation and whatnot. But I've never heard any report of them coming out and say, yeah, I've taken the, the, the vaccination. <laughs> Yo, people are saying, was Dervianchenko vaccinated? But that's the thing, guys. He was not, let's say, hypothetically. Right. He Let's say hypothetically he was not. But then Jamal got the vaccination. Now, this is what I'll say. For those that are saying that this is a weird um, term or clause in the contract, I'll say it is, right? And, and, and this is the reason, um, Francis, because correct me if I'm wrong. I, I mean, you're dealing with this because you're trying to get out of the country, right? So... If I got the vaccine, I can't get it. So why do I care if you got it, right? Because here's the funny thing about it, which was kind of crazy. Because I thought about it like for a second, like mm, maybe, maybe. But if you have it, you still have to take the test to get to get on to leave the country, right? The vaccination. And even though you got your vaccination, uh-huh. your paperwork and everything, you still got to take the test. Now when you come back. You still have to quarantine, even though you've been vaccinated what? and had a negative result test. Yeah, man. <laughs> but that's Canada. That's Canada. That's old right. Canada. That, that's weird, man. That's a lot. That's a lot. I'm telling you, a whole lot. So I'm like, what? So even if you do got a vaccination, you still got to go through all this bullshit. So like, why, they trying to make so it. So why even, like, for you as a Canadian citizen, why even take the vaccination? It's not, I mean, it's only just, it's only for mental, uh, like, uh, for you to mentally be at peace, I guess. It's to say what you just said. You just said it. They're doing their part people to try and the stop chat, the spread. Do you understand what I'm saying? People in the chat are saying that that's not true. You can still get the COVID even after vaccination. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, So they're like guarding against it for sure. They're like, yo, you can get uh, what they call it now is a variant. You can get a variant. You can get... Uh, uh, the actual COVID itself, even after being vaccinated. So it's a lot, man. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to think about. Um, but uh, yeah, everybody's trying to do their part. So to say that definitely is weird to put that in the contract clause. And and purely just off the energy that Charlo usually has with, you know, I'll fight anybody. I don't care. Like, what's up? What's up? Run up on Danny Jacobs, you know, talk bad about Andre. When somebody wolfs at you, you know what I'm saying? I expect you to kind of like yeah especially if they're in and around your weight class like yeah what's up what's up man y'all must have forgot Roy Jones used to take all the smoke man anybody calling me he shows up you understand what I'm saying that's that's my issue with this whole this whole this this particular thing that you're speaking about right now is like when somebody's you usually the one that are telling people like let's fight man nobody wants to fight me and somebody is calling your name they're calling your card and, yeah, but, uh, I, but I don't understand what Jamal is doing wrong. Like, okay, you calling my card, and I want to fight you, but, but it vaccinated. These are yeah. I mean, I guess that I, I guess mean, what it comes down to now, if right? If you want a big fight, first of all, let's let's start there so that when Jose and David hear this, they understand what the what, what, not only the hosts but the, the the fight fans are are thinking. Is yeah. Benavidez versus Charlo or Charlo Benavidez for that matter? Is that a big fight? Massive. Massive. 
So you think- on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Massive on the hardcore side. The casuals, because their stardom isn't of the level of a Canelo or something, is going to be difficult to make it. The When I say, quote unquote, massive, that massive event, it's going to be a massive fight based on style, but it won't be a massive event. Keep in mind, keep in mind, uh, El Bandera Roja was on the undercard of Earl Spence, Mikey Garcia when they brought in 48,000. Don't forget that. Oh, and, yeah, you better tell us, yeah. And I was there live. When he came out, that shit got lit. It got lit. Whether it was just because he was in the Mexican clothes and with the Mexican music and all that, or they know him and they were there for him, it got crazy when Benavides fought on that undercard is all I will right. say. I do think it's a huge fight. I don't want to say... Is it a pay-per-view fight? Because I want to wish on a star, like Team ba Batman said. I'm still wishing on a star. I'm still hoping that PBC and Canelo Promotions can can get a fight each. You know, listen, you you fight and plant. You get one on the undercard. We get one on the undercard. You know, and isn't Julio Cesar Martinez with PBC or is he with the zone? The little the little guy that no, that, that, that think he's uh. He's with he's with the zone. He's with the zone. Okay, so that's not a PBC yeah. guy, but like they got guys, man. They got Frank Sanchez, which which Canelo Promotions, Canelo Promotions. Let's say they they they're not. Let's say they're not a a promoter of Frank Sanchez, but they're invested as a trainer. They're invested as a, as a team. So I would like to see you know maybe Frank get on the undercard. We could do maybe uh you know like I said, Caleb Plant, Canelo main event, Benavides, Charlo Co. And then Frank Sanchez versus whoever. Or they got, they got Andy. You know, PBC and Canelo. Again, they're invested. Yep. Canelo's invested. He, want, he wants to see his, his friends do well. So he would love Andy on the undercard. Why not? I don't know that Andy would be an opener. But maybe an Andy versus DeVelco could be an opener. Or maybe the Andy Ariola, which is his own main event. Um... You know, even 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 Andy Ariola's his own main event. Just put it on there as a super card, man. So let me ask you a question, real quick. What what state would this fight take place in? Say what? What state would it take place in? The state of Nevada, the state of Texas. I mean, the same states that Canelo's uh, been doing business in. The truth is, is that you know he's in he's in Texas and he's I'm in Nevada. For Charlo Benavides, sorry. Uh, again, for me, that fight belongs on the undercard, right? Because uh, they're talking September. I mean, and it would make sense in September. So, yeah. Yo, but that's tough to see Jamal Charlo conceding to the fact that he just did his first pay-per-view. And then now he back on an undercard. Yeah, but you're on the Canelo that's undercard. Me. You're on the Canelo undercard the same way that Canelo was on a Mayweather undercard. You Are know you what I mean? More the same Canelo that was not trying to fight me and from his standpoint? From his standpoint, yeah, I but, mean, but now problem. you're forcing it. Now you're forcing that fight by being on the same card, fighting in the same division versus another Mexican. That's how you, this would be perfect. That's why they're saying wishing on a star, because this would be too perfect. And, and, and for, the no haters, for the haters, for the haters out there, for the haters out there, listen, ain't nobody saying Canelo's going to PBC. That's you. And, 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 and you're not really a boxing fan and you just want to debate. 
uh, I keep saying co-promotion. I keep saying the same way Wilder Fury did it. They yeah. get, they each promotion gets a fight on the undercard. Like, what's wrong with you? Get your ass out of for I block you, man. Negativity. What's up with the negativity in the morning, man? They ain't got no. Uh, Charlo ain't got no belt at sixty-eight. So what would what what would entice Canelo? Benavidez ain't got no belt. Yeah, I, I agree. All right, and what's gonna entice? <laughs> listen, what's gonna entice Canelo? Remember the Benavides is number one at 68, and remember the Benavides is Mexican. And remember that he would have gotten beaten hypothetically on the Canelo undercard in front of the Mexican crowd. They want him now. Yo, get the get the get the revenge for him. You know what I'm saying? You do it. And all he gotta do is be like, hey, yo, Canelo, stop running from me in front of that whole Mexican crowd. And remember, he's going to do it first. He's the undercard. He's the co-main. He has the opportunity of a lifetime to make a statement in front of Canelo's crowd, right? That's Canelo's crowd. They're there to see him. Jamal can knock out Benavidez and say, yo, let's get it on. Is this I think our we got first our first guess? guess. Yeah. Mr. Holyfield, how are you? You gotta turn the camera on, sir. Hey, is it working? Yeah, yeah it's working. How are you, man? Good morning. Evan Holyfield, thank you for joining us early in the morning here, 9.30 Eastern. Uh, where are you? It's hard to put into words that feeling you get when you experience a pure Rocky Mountain getaway. Whether it's the thrill of an epic hike or the tranquility of small-town charm, in the village of Estes Park, Colorado, it's a feeling they know well. Only a 90-minute drive from Denver, and you're surrounded by awe-inspiring views, endless adventure, and a picturesque downtown with restaurants, shops, breweries, art galleries, and family attractions. Start planning your Rocky Mountain escape now at www.visitestespark.com. Oohs and ahs included. Located, Evan. Um, before you get started, real quick, is it, Evan, is it possible you could turn your phone sideways to give us that landscape? Dude? Yes. Uh, beautiful, beautiful. Go ahead, man. Sorry. Yeah, no. Are you on the East Coast or you West Coast? Um, I'm East Coast right now. Oh, great, great. So we don't feel that bad. I guess you were up. Uh, I guess I was up. No, I just woke up like five minutes ago. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. So you do late night sessions or early morning sessions? Uh, I do I do morning and um and night. I would train around two times um two times a day. Sometimes three if I had to squeeze in an extra mid session or strength and conditioning but um uh i do like 10 o'clock and then i got my next workout like four so you know it'd be it's nothing too challenging if you like you know you're always doing it every day mm -hmm. yeah you're doing it right, this is francis from canada um does your workouts change from morning to morning or is it consistently the same thing oh uh, it changes on morning to morning you know um just Switching the schedule always keeps your body alert and, you know, make sure, you know, your your body doesn't get too um, used to a rhythm, you know, and when your body gets used to a rhythm, you know, you're not getting all that you can get out of a workout, you know, but, um, you know, we're just switching it up between running and strength and conditioning, you know, in the morning and sometimes we make, make some sparring, you know, to keep, um, keep everybody on their toes and stuff, engaged. So, so Evan, did you get an opportunity to fight on that BPE card. I know you were scheduled to fight there, but I didn't get to see you. I seen Mack, Truck, and a few others. I didn't get to see your fight. Did you get to fight? Yeah, I ended up being, um, being able to fight and everything. Um, I fought, I think I fought actually, no, Mack Truck fought before me. I fought after Showtime. Um, 
I was like, there was only one round though, you know. Yeah. Uh, I got him out at, in a minute. Yeah, I see. So you fought Donis Reed. So how was it, uh, you know, being in that venue? That was one of Justin uh, Biggs uh, from Big Time Promotions. That was, I believe that was their first card. Um, but, uh, you know, we bought the pay-per-view of a bunch of us. Uh, obviously, we follow Mack Truck and others. And I believe his sister was supposed to end up debuting on there and, and didn't. How, how, how did you see that card, at least from a fighter standpoint? I mean, like, I, I guess from a fighter standpoint, I didn't know that was his first, um, his first card. Um, but for me, you know, it was my first time fighting in Georgia as a pro, as a professional. But I have fought in that gym before, you know, because I, you know, I've been around Georgia a long time, so I used to train there at, at a certain point. But for him to have this first show, you know, especially during the time that we're in COVID and everything, because I already know that was always like um, another hurdle to get over. He did pretty good. Uh, you would never even be able to tell it was his first show at all. You know, I feel like it was um, it was pretty much put together, especially for the um, circumstances that we're in. And, you know, he went down there and he did what he had to do. Um, you know, nothing but kudos to him because I know that's hard to do, especially as a young man, you know, and a fighter. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I, I might be wrong about that being his first show. I meant to say his first big show, because uh, when I when I found out that you were headlining, I, I, I reached out like, wow, I didn't know you were doing this card. And I, I got him and his sister on to give the card a little more shine, obviously, because I felt like him being a fighter and a promoter, that you're a big name. You know what I mean? So it's like that was a, a a great step forward for him as a promoter to uh, have gotten uh, you on that card. Uh, and now hearing that you felt that the card went well is, is also good. So do you know what's next for you or when you would like to see yourself back in the ring? Uh, I mean, like, I've talked to my promoters and everything. They said um, the next possible one is possibly in March um, on this. Um, this is in Atlanta. A uh, guy named Bro Wells is doing it. You know, it's called like Vegas in Atlanta type show. But like, yeah, hopefully I get on that card because like almost everybody in my gym is on that one. So like, you know, I feel like it would be kind of cool just to like be able to, you know, have a fight with some of my stable mates and stuff like that. You know, not like with them, but you know, the fight alongside them, you know, you know, we also like one up at each other or, you know, feeding off each other energy. I feel like that'd be a cool experience to have, you know. Um, but yeah, March 27th though possibly but i'm i'm really thinking it's gonna go through i'm hoping that's awesome that's awesome i actually wanted to did you have to question to stay on this this path dress no no go ahead yeah i just wanted to know um when you were talking about back about the workouts that you have in the morning times um we know fighters usually get up and do their miles in the morning four or five miles in the morning what is the other workout that, that your coaches usually have you doing in the morning other than running Oh yeah, you know, running is automatic. I really wouldn't even count that as a uh, as the workout of the day. You know what I mean? But um, you know, if we're, if we're doing running or whatnot, and, you know, after that we go into the gym. If we're getting ready for a fight, you know, you best believe we are doing something a little bit more um, specific or you know, more geared towards something. But this is kind of just depends on whether you're in camp or not. But if we're in camp, I'm saying, like, you know, we're doing strictly conditioning. Sometimes, like, you know, you may have to get that hard running and you might just got to test yourself because, you know, you already know your lungs is open. 
So, like, you know, the way our, you know, my gym is, you know, the where we run is, like, literally right next to our gym. So, you know, after, like, a hard run, you know, you push yourself for that good five miles, you know, you might just got to see what else is in the tank and you might set the spark, you know, literally, like, right after that, you know, just to get used to pushing yourself to your limits and stuff like that. But um, other than that, I feel like it's nothing that I come up with. It's whatever the coach tells me to do. I really don't have no problem doing what he tells me to do. You know, um, so so are you saying then? Are you saying then that because you have no problem with what he asked you to do, there isn't a specific workout that you have to get mentally prepared to do? Like you, yeah, like, yeah. So it's it's never nothing not to get it mentally prepared to do. It's just be like, um, you know, whatever. You know, I feel like that's how you should be as a fighter. You know, you got to be prepared for, prepared for anything. So you know, um, you know, I should be prepared for all workouts. You know, I like working hard. You know, that's you know that's just my thing to do. I feel like if I'm working hard, you know, I'm out doing the next person, you know, whoever I'm going to be fighting, you know, they ain't doing this. So, yeah. So, so Evan, did you take up boxing naturally? Did you feel inclined to do so because your father's such a big name in the sport? Or, or was it something that you was just drawn to? I feel like it was something um, I'm just drawn to. Um, I, well, I can say, honestly, when I was younger, I really didn't know my dad used to box, you know? Like, I used to know he used to do something, but I wasn't, you know, fully cognitively um, processing it that he was a world champion. You know, he was just my dad to me until, like, I really started, like, I think probably, like, when I was, like, in third, fourth grade, I probably started to realize, oh, yeah, this man has hands, you know? And, um, but, no, I feel like it, it kind of naturally chose me because, you know, I, you know, as, as a youngin. You know, I, you know, you have friends and everybody has their dreams. Everybody wants yeah. to go to NFL, NBA, MLB, you know, become a pilot and stuff like that. So I was like one of those people. I wanted to first start out, I wanted to go to the NBA, you know, figure <laughs> out I don't have no jump shot. And I was like, you know what? I don't got no jump shot. It's all good. So, you know, I went to the next one. I said football. And you know, I said, you know what? I'm going to be like LT, stiff arm the boys. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I didn't end up like Elijah. I didn't end up being beef and muscular. But I was fast though. But I remember one time they sent me on a route across the um, across the middle of the field of slants. I remember it, and I got caught by the linebacker. I said, "Yo, I got tired of getting hit by the things I couldn't see. I wanted to focus on one thing." So, um, you know, my mom put me in Taekwondo, and I actually ended up doing real good in Taekwondo. Became number one in the nation and everything. But like the second year or something like that. I went back to the Nationals being number one, thinking I was going to do it again. But I got disqualified for hitting somebody too hard to the face. So that's when I ultimately went into boxing. <laughs> and what age was that? I was like, that'd be around 13, 14. Because mm -hmm. I remember I was just going to high school, like ninth grade, eighth grade type stuff. Yeah. But um, I knew I had to go all in on something if I really wanted to, um, you know, really make it into something especially at the age of like ninth grade eighth grade because i remember i was watching youtube videos and like the people most of the fighters i was watching i didn't watch a lot of pros because i just wanted to be like i wanted to go to the olympics so i watched like, people like earl spence rashid warren and stuff like that like you know people off the olympic team and i remember specifically he was saying like he had started boxing at 14 or 15 i remember that gave me so much hope into believing like oh yeah if he started at 14 15 he made it all the way up to here I'm sure I could do it too, especially with some help from my dad. So, you know, speaking that's how of I went down. speaking of help from your dad, he's not your head trainer, right? Oh no, he's not my head trainer. He's just um my dad. You know, like 
you know, just like anything, you know, you may go through something that may seem unfamiliar to you, but your dad's been through that, you know, that familiar territory. So he's always there to help me and, you know, give me whatever tips I need. Uh, is there it? Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. no, I just want him to distinguish, you know, who is the trainer so he gets some shine. Oh, yeah, mom. I got I got two trainers. So, like, um, at first I had moved up to Texas. But, you know, that didn't, that didn't work out all that well and everything. So, um, I moved back here. So, I don't mess with those trainers, I guess, no more. So, my trainers now are my longtime trainer that got me, you know, to where I was in the amateurs. His name is Burt Wells. And we just brought on an, a, another additional trainer who was um, part of the camp for the last fight. And I feel like he really um, he really helped break down the game to me. But his name is Mark Breland, um, you know, Deontay Wilder's former trainer. So, like, I feel like um, that's a main event. Thought it was a good move for, for us to bring him in. So he, they really had the um, the relationship and everything. So they thought it was a good idea to bring him in. Since we're, like, literally, when, we, when I met Mark, the first day, we literally stood up next to each other. We're the same height, have the same reach, and, you know, I could box a little bit. You know, of course, he probably, he's definitely probably a better boxer, you know, because, you know, he works on that jab. Mm. But it's always something I can learn, you know. It's another it's another element that you can bring up to me. Even at this age, uh -huh. Breland still has a, a fantastic jab. When I was last in Wilder's camp, I had uh, recorded Mark Breland doing pad work with Coach Cuz, man. He he still moves phenomenal at this age, man. Uh, so that's a great addition. Yeah, so you guys true. fly him to Atlanta or to Georgia? Yeah, he flew into Georgia last time. But, um, hey, to be honest, it really don't matter, yeah. I think he's from up um, up in New York. Yeah. I've, I've never been in New York, so like, if he ever wanted me to come up there, I already told him last time. So you need me to come up north? Go ahead, call your boy. I'll put my Tim's on. Nice, nice. I like the hunk. Yeah. My Tim's on. <laughs> so uh, being being in that Atlanta area, um, have you visited Mustafa Mickens' gym? Uh, I haven't been to that gym because I know he. He actually used to have another gym. Uh, it used to be at the Atlanta Sports Complex. He used to be over there before he got his new gym. So when he was at Atlanta Sports Complex, I used to train there. But I uh, ended up switching and stuff. But now I haven't been to um, Mustafa's gym. But I see his gym all the time on Instagram. Somebody yeah. always getting knocked out over there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they I'm, are, man. That, yo, crazy. I'm glad you noticed. Let me back on this question. Double back on this question real quick. Uh, you had just said that... Um, your your dad's not your trainer. Was that uh, by your choice or by his choice that, it, or just a situation that didn't happen for him to be in a, your trainer? And you know what I'm saying, giving you that knowledge. I mean, like I feel like him me getting the knowledge. You know, I'm not saying that I'm already like just, he's just going to give it to me like he actually deserve it just because I'm his son. But I feel like you know he's going to give me that knowledge. You know, whether I'm his son or you know he's going to train me. But also you got to you know you got to understand. For him to be a trainer is like a big investment of time, you know. He still has business endeavors and people want to see him and everything. And I feel like it's a big commitment because, you know, you know, being like somebody's trainer is like almost like damn near like yeah, being there, you know, dad or boyfriend or whatever or some shit, you know. But like, you know, you got to be there all the time, you know. And um, I just feel like that's a big responsibility to take. I would expect him to take it like that, you know what I mean? Especially when you got stuff like coming up like him – about to, you know, they talk about him and Mike Tyson and stuff. You know, he got to train himself. 
you know, get right himself. So with um everything like that, you know, that's just how it is. But I feel like it's more so for the better, you know. Um, sometimes business and um family doesn't always mix up for the best and stuff like that. Absolutely right about that. We got a few questions from the people. Evan, the first one is from San Antonio, Texas. It's James Valdez who says, uh, who do you feel is currently the biggest star right now in the lightweight division? Ryan, Garcia, Tank Davis, Tiafimo Lopez, or Devin Haney? And out of these four, who's the best boxer? Oh, okay. And that's actually a pretty good question. All right. Um, so who's the biggest super? Oh yeah, I actually already kind of went into this myself. Ron Garcia is slick as the big, slick as the biggest superstar out of all four of them. Hey, let's just take. We used to really talking about it. He's making more money than most of these people are before he's stepping into the ring endorsement rise. And then on top of that, when he gets into the ring, you know, you might go to his fight. And you might see more girls than guys because that's just his fan base. You know, he's kind of like almost on the Logan Paul level once it comes to boxing. Because Logan Paul is not a boxer. He's not an exciting boxer. But one thing he does bring, he brings his followers, his crowd. And that's ultimately what boxing ultimately all is wrapped up in the, you know, in the thing. You know, if you got people who want to see you fight, you know, they're going to pay to see you. And that's what it takes to be a star. If you're going to put people on the seats to sell, you know, you can do that. So I feel like uh, as far as, you know, star status, you know, Ryan Garcia may have it because he has the whole pr production team behind him. He got Canelo. He has all the right people behind him. But I say as far as, like, boxing talent, and once it comes down to boxing talent, I'm going to say it's going to come down to Javante and um, Javante and what's-his-face. Um, Javante and Telfimo. Because, well, Javante hey, – we all see what Javante can do when he really puts his mind when he puts his mind into it. And I feel like that's that really what that's really what opened up my eyes and made me a fan of Javante Davis again. Because his last couple fights he was slacking, but for this um for the Leo Santa Cruz, you could tell that he really put in the work to really win that fight. And when you see a serious tank, it shows that like, you know, a serious tank is gonna be a hard it's gonna be a hard person to beat, you know, for anybody. Because the way he put Leo Santa Cruz down was just you know, something different. And um, until Fimo, you know, of course he beat Lomachenko, but Lomachenko took off a full six rounds for no for no reason. You know, he could have at least fought for the round, but I'm, there's nothing to take away from Telfimo because Telfimo is a good fighter. But I feel like um, I just need to see, like, one more fight. Like, you know, one more good fight out of him because, I, you know, I thought Kome was going to be a good one for him, you know, a good tester for him. But, you know... Not even trying to take anything away from anybody, but you know, you, you catch somebody early, you really take away their chance to, you know, to see what they're really going to do. Because you know, a shot really, you know, a good shot is just, you know, it's the moment's notice. But um, yeah, I'm saying between Javante and Tofima, but I think I don't know, I don't know really between them both. I'm maybe, um, I'm gonna just give the edge to Javante since I see more of Javante more than I see more Tofima. All right, yo, can I slide in here with this question real quick? Real, real quick. Um, Evan, I just wanted to ask you, uh, from the card that you were just a part of, you just performed a Justin Biggs um, promotional card, who was impressive to you from your standpoint or who caught your attention? From the one in Vegas? Um, the Justin, 
The Justin Biggs card, Ness? Oh, the Justin Biggs card. Yes. Um, shoot. I'll say... Oh, the person who flip-flop right before me on Showtime. I mean, like, his, his fight was exciting. Hey, and when he was doing the uh, in the dressing room, hey, he got some. He got a lot of energy because hey, when he was doing the dressing room, I never seen anybody do that. Man was doing all types of backflips, and he gave everybody a concert pretty much. I thought I was like in my head. I said, "This boy needs to sit down before he gas out during the fight." But, <laughs> 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 but hey, he did good though. He gave me. They said he gave out uh, an exciting show. He came out right before me, so. I, I watched it on the uh, on the live stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we got Adrian Rowan in Wisconsin. It says, "Do you feel extra pressure due to being fathers' sons, or does that just push you to be greater? Do you think your last name gives you an easier route to the top or a harder route?" Okay. Um, I, I really don't. I really don't take any um any pressure to it because um. For the first part, for the most part, my name's always been the same, you know, as soon as I came out the womb, you know, I didn't have any different names. So it's just kind of been like whatever I've been going through is just kind of like, you know, you just get used to it, you know. So um, with that being said, um, you know, of course, when some people know that they're fighting me, they're going to want to fight the hardest, you know, to say they beat the Holyfield or beat the Holyfield, even though they didn't beat my dad. But, you know, I'll take the kudos, you know, of them trying to beat me and giving them, you know, their hardest fight and stuff like that. So, you know, it makes me train a little bit harder because, you know, I, it's not about me living up to the name. It's about me living up to myself, my own standards, and, you know, my own goals um, that I have in the game. So I understand, you know, with my own goals and where I want to be, which is um, I want to end up being going to the Hall of Fame and being next to my dad or at least, you know, recognize with him and stuff like that. So I understand with those, with those you know, goals, these people who come and they want to beat me and stuff like that, you know, give me the hardest. They're only adding on to my, you know, to the legacy of where I'm trying to get. So, you know, every every fight is um, um is a is a it's a step up, to, you know, to become a little bit better. So, you know, I should take that as the opportunity, and you know, everything comes with you know ups and downs, and um, it's a blessing to have the name, but you know, the name only can get you to the door, but your actions got to walk you through the door. You know, um, so I feel like once it comes to that, you know, it's a blessing to have the name to get me through, you know, some narrow places that, you know, some people may not be able to get to. So I know, like, you know, that's always um, a blessing to have, especially during, you know, the times that we're in right now, like COVID. I think that may have barely got me on the card, you know, to squeeze the, the year out. But um, it's really just a blessing. But um, there's a blessing to be able to be able to fight too also, you know. So, like, you know, when people see me fight, they're understanding that um, um, I'm just not a name. You know, when they see me fight, they're not asking me about my dad no more. They're asking me how I'm doing. So They say, oh, that boy got some hands. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're saying something like that. We got, a, we got another one from Ignorant Boxing uh, that says, what's your opinion of Mark Breland being fired from Wilder's camp for supposedly spiking his water and throwing in the towel? Well, I could say one thing. My water was fine, um, <laughs> but uh, I really, I really can't. You know, I really can't say too much. Well, not really say too much, but it's just like if you really think, how is the head coach supposed to spike your water if his money is your money, your money is his money? 
you know, and like at the end of the day, you can't be mad at the person, you know, really throwing a towel in for you either because that even counteracts the, the reason why he would spike your water. Why would he spike your water to see you get hurt and then throwing the towel for you not to get hurt? You know, it just doesn't make any sense. So, um, at damn, the end of the day, you, you really know what? Want to that is, I never thought about it that way. Yeah, why would he spike your water to get you beat, but then throw in the towel not to get you killed? You're right. You're right. I I ain't never think of it like that. Good thinking, Evan. We yeah, got you know, we got one more from New Orleans that says, uh, when do you get back into the ring in 2021? You answered that. You said March 27th, if all goes right. Uh, the next one is from Stephen Williams. I believe it's in the UK. says, what do you enjoy doing when not boxing? Are you a gamer? Do you produce music? Write poetry. Basically, what makes you tick outside of boxing? Thanks for coming on the show, champ. Steve in the UK. Um, what do I do? I'll be playing video games. Um, I'm saying video games is probably my number one go-to. If I have good connection, if I got good connection, good Wi-Fi, I'm normally on the video games all day. But, um, you know, I feel like um, I have other hobbies, too. I like listening to music. Um... I don't know. I'm trying to branch out a little bit more. Um, now that I'm back in Atlanta, I'm trying to find some new hobbies. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to try painting next week. So I wish I know how that goes. Well, Evan, those are all our questions, man. I want to thank you, obviously, for waking up early, coming on a Boxing Voice to talk some boxing with us. If you can, please give out your social media so anyone that isn't following you can do so. And we look forward to having you back on as soon as you're ready to announce that March 27th fight. Uh, and once again, we appreciate your time. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. My, um, my Instagram handle is Evan Holyfield for underscore at the end, you know? I know there's going to be a lot of Holyfields that pop up when you type in Holyfield, but just know it's the best-looking one. <laughs> Shut, this was, yo, I love your personality, man. <laughs> Early in the morning, you still got it, man. Thanks for coming on. And uh, like I said, man, we look forward to getting sure. you back on, man. Thank you again. I appreciate you having me. Y'all be good, man. Be good. I will. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The son of a legend, Evan Holyfield, live on TBV. Uh, We're scheduled to have our... uh, Man, I'm a little afraid, man. Do I call him a phenom? I mean, (laughs) am I on that level that I can call someone a phenom? That I can see the skill so early i don't think so man can you get him the eye test phenom is that what you're doing i, I don't think i don't think i'm test? worthy I, i'm not <laughs> worthy of giving such praise but this kid got my attention he really did and he did. Uh, <laughs> we're scheduled we're scheduled uh to have him at 10 a.m um, and if you want to ask him a question, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash the boxing voice. And if you want to ask a question on YouTube memberships, you can do so as well. Yeah, you can. And you can also, while you're at it, smash that thumbs up button and subscribe button because that does help with everything we got over here. And you can also do yourself a favor. And you know what I'm saying? Border Wars 10 is around the corner. You can get yourself prepared and ready for that because that is going to be an event and a show Yo, what, a lot we, we need a, going- what we need we need a 122 pounder or 130 pounder we need a 190 pounder mm-hmm. and we need a heavyweight yeah right? anything else am i missing anything 
Uh, and a 68 pounder or 75. Four. No, 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 no. Because Man Man's not doing it anymore, right? Bro, I haven't even heard from Man Man, man. He sent me the same number twice that, it, you know, when I texted, they say ain't no Man Man there. So I don't know what to do. Yes, it'll be good. That's it. 190 pounder, 122 pounder, and uh, 140 pounder, you said? Uh, we do need a 140 pounder, man. We do need so, a 140 pounder, man. You already know what it is, man. We're excited, man. Border Wars is coming up. You already know what happens when Border Wars it takes over everything. You know what I'm saying? That's what we talk Yo, about. That's what we eat, sleep. You I know what I'm actually, saying? I would love this guy to fight Sean, but I think Sean might be like, Yo, you setting me up. This guy got 18 amateur fights. I only got one and two Border Wars fights. But this dude's 201. Sean needs a cruiserweight fight. This dude lives in Florida. I could just have him come through as a celeb and get in the ring and swing and make the event that much bigger. Then I'll have two Florida trainers mingling and rubbing elbows so that they camps could get. I don't know. This was just me thinking, you know. Uh, but you, I know you represent Sean. Yeah, reach out to Sean. Yeah. It's a dangerous fight. I mean, my man's double jab is bananas. No, it's, really, it's double jabs. He got some. <laughs> no, matter of fact, I'm going to go to his Instagram so y'all can see. He had a little clip of his fight up there. I don't know that it represented it, 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 it you know, the fight the way that I witnessed it. But, um, yeah, you know, let's see. Is it this one? So how you feeling today? You taking a fight today or are you still on the fence? Oh, oh what are you talking about? I'm on the fence. <laughs> Are you, huh? Yo, this kid is funny. This guy right here. <laughs> this are kid. You, are you? Are you? Are you? Are you coming out of him? Are you getting to America or what? Or you just the jersey coming out of this kid? Yeah. Are you? Are you? Are you getting to America or are you just? Are you just? You you, you faking it? You know what I'm saying? When are we gonna know? Are you official? Because all the, I want to know look, is you look, said if that. I you... share, if I screen share the card. I sent it to you. Your your fight is like this. Look, I can show everybody right now. Your fight is like, is you he did on, that. Is he not? You did that. But listen, you yeah. did that. But listen, let me I tell mean, you something though. I mean, you and stainless. What, what you're forgetting to tell the people. Hold on. What you're forgetting to tell the people yeah. is that you yeah. gave the stipulation. You said, "Yo, if I get to Florida, yeah. you feel yeah. me, yeah. in I'm a good time, a and I got enough time, I take a fight. I, I don't care who it is. I, I don't care who it is because I remember you saying like, "Yo, who won it? Yeah." 40 yeah. something yeah. like who won it yeah. i got belt yeah the only belt i'm the champ i'm yeah. this is the covid heavy all type. yes all yes all yes so what's the problem like i just want i just want to know like are you taking a fight or are you still oh, on the fence oh, you try to give me I shit for fights? it i got fights because last time i talked i didn't have any fight last time i talked to you i didn't have any fight but That's i see what we call heavyweights i see i see you trying to shake the tree you know what i'm saying Yo, like, who out there want a shot at, you know what I'm saying? The man. Who want like, a shot at man. Francis, man? Because he ducking stainless. <laughs> he ducking stainless, man. <laughs> what, what, I mean, I don't know. Stainless said, stainless said yo, I, I'm going to send my fees when we know if Francis getting in the building. I said, uh, you can't it. <laughs> what you mean? He hit me up. He hit, listen, to, listen to me. He hit me up. He was like, yo, how much is the fees? I'm like. Yo, let's wait, cause do you know if he coming in? Like, so who said like, let's wait? You were stainless. I did. 
Okay, I cool. I did, I did, but so but, but hold on, but but hold on. He he's listening. Do you want me to tell him to send his money that's non-refundable? You trying to tell him that you one hundred percent? Because all you got to do is say yes, yeah, send that money, stainless, that non-refundable money. Because I'm gonna be there. Gee, I never once. You see how the pressure street. switches, y'all? How? You, you give me a chance. <laughs> can can he? Can I text him right now to send me that cash it's, app? It's a seesaw. Oh, it's seesaw. Oh. It's going up and down. Come on seesaw. now. You, you try to seesaw. take the pressure off because you have no. everything that you desire no. and you're still not taking a fight. Nah, I, listen, Border Wars. And your, is, and your gym is close. Your trainer apparently is dope, man. He's teaching you things that, Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Doomy. Never taught you, you know what I'm saying? He's putting you through things that's making you better. Yeah. And Doomy is awesome, man. Don't get it twisted, but he's putting you through some things that that's making you. Whoa, second guess what you got to do. Look so. at him. Look at him, y'all. Look at him painting a picture. Picture perfect. I paint a picture. He's <laughs> a, a monster. Like, he, everybody know that 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 check hook, the jab, the right hand. You's a monster. Is you you got fighting everything. stainless. You, look at the sunshine. Look at the side of your face. Is you fighting it's, stainless. It's, it's shiny. Look fighting? at the side of your face. Yo, look chant, at the sun. It's shining on you, chant, man. You can chant, walk outside. Chant. You know what I'm saying? Champion. Walk the dogs and Champion. lose three pounds and then take a three pound shit. Like, Champion. what's up? Champion. Champion. Champion is you fighting stainless. Yeah, of course I'm fighting stainless. So, what's up? So I can, fit, I can press send. <laughs> Let me know. Can I press? Because you know. you Listen. No, 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 no. Honestly, this is going to be like the Border Wars segment. I wanted to do a show. The truth is the sponsor needs to know. Heck, show. listen to me. Sponsor needs to know a head count. That's why I was talking to you all night last night. That's why we was figuring out who's official. Why? Because they need to give us the sponsored headgear that you're going to get to take home and keep for you. Even if you get beat up, you still get to keep your headgear and your gloves, your brand new gloves. Unlike the amateurs that make you share gloves in COVID. All that nasty sweat in there. You putting your hand in it. Now you go hug your mom after your win or your loss. You crying over your girl. You hugged her with the COVID hands. I'm telling you. TBV is better, man. Sugar Bird ain't even doing this. I'm just saying. And this season, Keem the Dream. When you win, you don't only take the belts from Marvin. You're going to get an IBO medallion. Tell me what fucking tournament is giving out IBO medallions. They ain't giving out nothing. They're giving you them fucking eBay medallions with the red and white blue ribbon that you could get for fucking 25 cents on eBay if you buy 100 dozen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where's my man Tyler? He said he's acting up. Uh-oh. <laughs> He coming through. One he just waiting a few minutes. One second. All right. But yeah, man. I mean, can I tech? Can I press send? Because I already got it pulled hey. up. Don't even let hey, me clip, show you. Man, you know how it go, man. That's that's the pound for pound supporter right there. Ain't nothing for you to turn around and do the right thing. You can push send. Oh, like, okay. I'm, Francis. I'm, my, I'm trying to be in Florida, March 13. Man. I don't care what you say. Non-refundable fees. With you, come on, man. That's your pound for pound, man. You gotta treat him right. Like if, yo, if I get if I get held up because of COVID, man, you gotta do the right thing. Don't touch the fury, me. Must don't touch the fury, me, man. To this episode, okay. <laughs> sent, Everything sent. Everything. Yo, check IG, man. He trying I am, to get. I'm he on needs it, your I'm help. On it, I'm on it, champy. But yeah, man, yo, listen, man, people, we need a heavyweight, man. If if anybody's still not too late, especially if you're in the Florida area, 
You know what I'm saying? Anyone in the Florida area, you trying to you trying to get in there, just give it an opportunity, get in the ring and swing. You know, if you're anywhere in the range of 200 to 122 pounds, yo, let's get it popping, man. What? No matter what gym you're in, let's see your experience. Let's let's see some tape. Let's get it going. We need it. You know what I'm saying to get the show off and popping. Um, and we got some fighters that are hungry. Yo, I got people hitting me up like, yo, I live in Canada and I I, all, I only got to get a test to travel. I ain't got to get vaccinated. I never said it was mandatory to get vaccinated. I told you that already. You don't be listening. You try it, though. I, listen, look at the sun. I can't even see you. your background. The sun is so bright. When are you going to take oh. a fight? Yo, Everybody a, else in Florida a, taking a fight except you. And that, that's you. terrible. Everybody a, else in Florida taking you. a fight. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take a fight once uh, my scale gets here. I don't even know what I weigh. I just know that I'm wearing a lot of clothes that I ain't used to wear. I know you got to. I know you got you to. Know? Man, shut that soft ass shit up. My scale gets here. I ain't, I ain't, <laughs> no, because remember I bought that new scale, but I left it, so my girl gotta bring it. Oh, Francis, what's your favorite nail polish? Doomy said. Oh, why he coming at you? My coach coming for you? Yeah, because you know your, oh. your new coach is doing better than him. That's why he coming for you. That's all. Oh, he can do that to punch properly. Finally, do me. Oh, <laughs> what happened? You told him. Huh? I, I said. I said. Finally, a coach teaching Ness how to punch properly. <laughs> oh, do me. He playing you, do me. <laughs> Nah, man, that's my guy, man. You gotta come. You gotta expect the shots if you're gonna come with it, man. Oh shit! Shot, shot, shot. What's going on, man? You gonna take it or what? Like you take tripping? What man. you keep saying? Take what? A fight, man. Like yo, right. where's every who don't want to fight with Ness, man? Who out there is yo, not bold and brave enough to take a fight? As soon as we get an opponent, oh, you need I'll the skizzy first. I'll announce it, man. I'll announce it. You worried about the big fish, man? You gotta worry about your fight, man. Don't worry about Big Fish getting on the card, man. You should worry about being the man on this card instead of trying to. I am worried about Big the Fish, card. the brand, all yeah. four holes. Well, Doomy's not gonna be fighting, I'm, so if you can I'm, get on. I might be, be taking. I might be taking the Mike Polite Coffee car, uh, fight. That's what y'all don't get, man. You know. <laughs> so I gotta stay available. I might what, get exhibition. What you mean exhibition? If. If me and Polite get in the ring in Border Wars 10, that ain't the biggest fight that could be made? Of course. All right, then. So <laughs> then I, I got I to wait, man. I got options, man. <laughs> I got mad options, huh? It's Tyler right here, man. Tyler, you there? You got to turn that camera on, champy. Hey, let me ask you a question. What up? Hey, Tyler, before it's coming. Oh, there he goes. I was wondering how's how's he still doing keto and still fat, but go ahead, do me. Coach, go ahead. Chip, what's going on? What's going on, Ness? How are you, man? Man, I'm good. I'm good, man. Trying to see if uh, Tyler jumped on here yet. Oh, he didn't. Yeah, he said he was having issues. I thought you was him. Um, I sent him. Uh... He sent me the link. Yeah, I I had just uh I just I just tried to add him though. Oh, he's on there. He just got an answer. Tell him to turn it on his. Uh, let me let me hit him up and tell him to turn on the Skype. Yeah, man. This guy was on my case about this interview and he ain't even on here yet. I'm uh, the one running late. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> you guys are good, man. We happy to have you. Though, honestly, man, I've been I've been singing a praise. There you I've been go. singing a praise ever since I met you, man. So uh, it, it, you know, 
Now, and let me tell you, it's, that's a bad thing because these dudes, they, they hate me, man. They act like they like me. They hate me. Anybody I recommend, you know. Look, Damani Rock had a loss. Now it's my fault because I was, I was pumping up Damani Rock. Meanwhile, the dude that beat Damani, I was pumping him up too from 0-0. So, so my one of my guys beats one of my guys, and Ness is the bad guy. But I'm still gonna give you the Sean Tyler because I think you're special, man, and I want you to stay on track. Uh, normally, we don't even interview, um, you know, uh, amateurs, you know, unless you're an Olympian or something like that. And uh, I was just so impressed, man, so impressed. And then it was even better when I found out that you listened to the show. Uh, but go ahead and introduce yourself because I don't want to butcher the last name, Tyler. Tyler Yavalar. Yeah, oh, I was pretty close. Yavalar. So, Yavilar. Uh, tell us how you get how you got started uh, in, in the sport, and uh, were you born and raised here in Florida? Um, I was I was actually born in Washington D.C., and then I moved to Florida when I was like one or two. So all I all I really know is Florida. All right, so for uh, our audience listening, uh, Tyler is an amateur. I, I just watched him fighting in a Tampa show, um, and this is Chip. Is, is it Henderson the last name, or am I making this up in my head? No, Hunt. Oh, H-U-N-T, Hunt. Hunt. Shit, where the fuck I get Henderson from? <laughs> <laughs> but, yo, listen, I wanted Chip on because obviously he has to be the one that, that, that taught Tyler this double jab and this movement. And, uh, I mean, I think really you probably, you probably, I mean, outside of, uh, Andre or Andres who, you know, he gets, he gets love from me because he was a buzzsaw, but I think that you guys were the most skilled on that card. And, uh, I know you want to turn pro, but you're, you're going for the nationals this year, I believe. Uh, yes, I'm going to us nationals at the end of March. And my goal is to get in the top 10 first okay. in USA boxing. All right. All right. And uh, do you only have 18 amateur fights? I have 19 now. 19. Wow. Uh, you know, obviously, I know Thurman for his whole career. He had a, 120. And this is what I'm saying. Like, I normally don't get amateurs on, but you look really, really good. Now, I was surprised that you're a cruiserweight. I thought you were like 175. Then you tell me you're 201. But you're also big, right? You're six one. Yeah, I'm I'm six one, and I, I've had my last five at two oh one. And you just blew up then. Well, I was I was making one seventy eight. I had I had like fourteen fights at or like twelve or thirteen fights at one seventy eight. I had two fights at one sixty five, and I think it was affecting my performances. So I was just one of one of my other coach, like one of my. Other other people in the gym, he was like, man, just fight at 201 because you walk around at, I walk around at like 205 anyway. So I will walk around at 205 and make 178 in a couple weeks. So it just, I, I don't think it was, I don't think it was good for me. So and, we just had to go up. And then, go ahead. No, I just wanted to ask Chip. Chip, so if, if you turn him pro, would this be your first pro fighter? No. Oh, no, no, okay. no. Um, I got a, I had a few um, pro fighters, a few um, amateur fighters, things like that. We've been, we've been in the ring with Keith. We've been in the ring with uh, Saddam Ali. We've been in the ring with uh, Devin Alexander. We've been in the ring with uh, Erosion. So you know, we, you know, I've been doing this for a minute. 
Wait, who you had sparring Martirosian? That's a good guy. He's a good fight. I mean, he, you know, in the pros, okay. it didn't really translate, but he was a fantastic amateur. Yeah, we, um, a dude named uh, Larry Jackson, he fought, uh, uh, Martirosian in, uh, shoo, they was young, and that was like, like early 2000. Um, they were in the nationals. Uh, I think, if I'm mistaken, I think they fought each other as JOs. I think. Um, yeah, why it's been so long ago, man? Because I've been coaching since I was. Uh, I've been fighting. I was fighting in '95. I was actually in the amateurs with Berto. Mm. Berto I was like 22. Berto was like 12, knocking out all the little kids. Man, he was just he was just cleaning them up. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, uh keith came along later on you know what i mean and then by the time he came along i had started coaching and one of our fighters that just won a fight on tv by the name of uh, johnny langston he fought keith uh in the amateur so you know we we've been in the and i had another fighter that was in camp with uh with uh adrian broner so i've been doing this for a little minute you know what i mean mm -hmm. chip can you turn your phone sideways so we get the full view let everybody see that that good old Gray beard there. Um, I actually, I actually had a question there. I wanted to jump in um, while he's getting his phone sorted out. Um, how you doing? My name is Francis, by the way. I'm from Canada, Toronto, Canada. Um, I wanted to ask Coach, uh, who was that? Uh, who was that fighter that uh, or fight that got you into boxing? And same question for the fighter for for Tyler after. They got me into coaching, or that co got or you into up me boxing. TV? Just got oh, you into okay. boxing. Period. Yeah. I'm old school, man. So I like, uh, I, I, I like, uh, you know, Pernell. I like, um, you know, of course, Ali. You know what I mean? I like uh, Buddy McGirt. You know, um, you know, th people like that with the real uh, crafty style that's uh, really uh, crafty with the jab and, and, and things like that. And head movement, which I try to uh, pass on to, to, um, to the fighters that I help. And Tyler's my my latest uh <laughs> creation that i'm trying to develop man and um that's what we that's what we about just um our motto is you know developing your craft every day just perfecting your craft I'm trying to turn the screen sideways man but i ain't savvy so hold on Chip, no so uh hold on tyler hold on tyler i gotta answer the question oh, real yeah, quick sorry, who's the fighter sorry. that uh that uh got you into box got you into loving boxing or the fight um i was my dad picked me up because my dad used to get me on the weekends and he uh <clears throat> I went over to his house and my dad my, my my mom and my grandparents didn't have HBO and my dad did at his house and Mayweather was fighting Victor Ortiz <clears throat> and I was that was the first fight I ever like seen on TV or anything and I was watching with my dad and I was just like I just thought it was cool I, it didn't make me start boxing or anything but after that I would that was the first fight I ever seen Mayweather Ortiz <clears throat> So, so Chip, um, how many amateur fights uh, do you have a number in your mind that you want Tyler to have before you turn him pro, or do you think uh, it, it doesn't matter the amount of amateur fights? Well, for me, is 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 mentally because you can have a fighter that that has all of the um, all of the the intangibles and and, and bring it to the table, but if they're not mentally uh, stable, because my thing is. With just looking at Tyler, he's not, he's just getting to the point where he's doing the stuff in the gym. I mean, in the fight that he's doing in the gym. 
So until you come, till you get over that that hump, you know, we trying to get over that hump because he looked what you seen the other week. You know, what I mean, he looks like ten times better in the gym. You know what I mean? So when you come in and you have this this saying, when a lot of people be like, "Oh, it's just another day in the office." You no, know, do you really mean that? And can you execute that? that thought process you know what i mean that's that's what i'm looking for i'm looking for that mental development to get the best out of you for those three minutes you know what i mean and some people take a while to to do that like lennis lewis he he stayed an amateur for a while he went to the olympics twice you know what i mean he could have went after the first olympics you know what i mean but you know he wasn't ready until his second his second tour you know what i mean then he turned pro a reason I ask is because David Benavidez only had six amateur fights and he was able to turn pro and be a successful two-time right. uh, WBC champion. Right. And, uh, you know, he, 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 his testimony is he believes that was the case because of his sparring. He did a lot of heavy yeah. professional sparring. So that leads me to my question. Like, are, is, is Tyler sparring big names or is that still difficult to get where you guys are at? No, no, no. We um we we are in Keith Thurman's gym. Uh, we go. He spars. Uh, what's the what's the what's the uh, six eight dude that was number? I spar Brandon Moore a lot. Who? Brandon Moore. He was okay. uh, ranked number three in the trials, the last trial. <coughs> Sparred Johnny Langston a lot too. Brian Pirelli. Brian Pirelli. Okay, the one that fought Colazzo. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean as I, I like when it comes to people in Florida, I feel like I spar like the Oh, what's your boy name too? Um uh, I always mess up his name. One with the big crazy hair fro uh Monday, what's his name? Uh, oh Money Power. Oh, I work money with Power. Money Power. Yeah. Um, so yeah. if I have an opportunity to spar someone, you know. Great, I spar him, you know. Um, how much rounds do you usually go when you when you six. go to sponsor? six? Six because we try to do double the amateur fight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Makes sense, makes sense. And what do you and what kind of workout coach do you have? Um, do you have uh Tyler Doom right now in terms of uh conditioning? Is it uh, a lot of running? Is it sprints? Is it uh, um, you know, yeah, you know, he didn't look tired at all. Yeah, well, what we do is, um, you know, what we do is we, we don't leave the gym unless you're getting in 25 to 30 rounds of whether it's drills, whether it's power drills, speed drills, um, whether we're doing head movement, I, our, we're not leaving the gym unless we're doing 25 rounds. And then, you know, he got a strength and conditioning uh, after the gym. So, because, you know, he's a big body, so you got a lot of, you got to have a lot of wind, you got to have a lot of conditioning in that body too to execute for, for three minutes and, uh, you know, through punches and bunches, and a lot of jabs, you know what I mean? So, so Chip, um, do we have to worry about Tyler getting into trouble and ending up not being an amateur because the streaks took him? I mean, you know, this is the story for many. And that's what I'm saying. That's, that's why you don't know a lot of the guys that I, that I coach. Cause that's what happened to a lot of the guys that I've coached, but you know, Tyler's a good kid, man. He got a good, Family, his dad, you know, don't goof around, you know what I mean? So he got to be to school, you know, and, you know, he, he's about his work. And, you know, he's just a good, good person on his own. So for me, I got a lot. That's my testimony from because I've had 
people that's easily could have been world champ. I could have easily been on the boxing voice a long time ago, but <laughs> these guys, man, they just they they fall off, they get in trouble, you know what I mean? Things like that. And you know, it's it's an un- unfortunate thing, but you know, um I've gone through that process. But with Tyler man, he um he stepped to me and uh, he was like, I, I want your I want your phone number. I'm like, what who is this kid? You know what I mean? So I, I trained him tried to get rid of him and he just kept coming mm. he just kept coming kept coming and you know we just been here ever since so- hey coach chip i wanted to ask you real quick uh did you at all get in box yourself did you put the gloves on yeah. at all did you have an amateur career yeah. or a pro career yeah yeah i had a little i had a little amateur career my um claim the fame is uh everybody knows they always teach me about it the only person that beat me was uh nate campbell you know what i mean that's mm. my that's a good that's person to get beat by man he know he lost. He know he lost the second fight though. But you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and, I, and, I, and I'm gonna send him this link because you know that's that's my brother, man. And uh, we talk a lot of trash. He he admitted at the boxing hall of fame he he lost the second fight, but um, the competitive streak never dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we uh, we we go at it a lot, man. I got a got a lot of love for him. Um, hardest punching dude. He actually he stopped me. The first time hit me on top of my head, man. We was fighting at the Sunshine State games, and he's so strong, and I was so fast. He came in and pop hit me on top of the head, and I was I was out, and I and I hated him for like years. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we <laughs> we fought again. He lost, but they gave it to him because he got like crazy power, bro. But I had like a little little. I just I had uh ten fights, um, but I, I had a job at the post office, and me me it was me Nate. And a dude named Mario in Florida, we was just running through everybody. And so by the time I turned open, I couldn't get in any fights. And I had to go to national tournaments. And Nate and Mario was like, yo, why you want? I had to work. So, you know, um, I ended up being a gym rat, man, and uh, just beating up people and uh, <laughs> training them. And then I just found my niche uh, training these kids, you know. Can you talk on that, man? Because that sucks, man. I drove all the way out there. That was like an hour and 10 minutes for me or hour and 20 minutes to see uh, Kid Kelly's son fight and he didn't get matched. And that's kind of like the bullshit of, of the amateurs. If Once you're open, yeah. if they know you're good, they cannot take the fight. Like, amateurs is yeah. corny, man. That's how, that's how I was supposed to fight. Um, You know, I don't know if it was his fault, but I was supposed to fight in the cherry. We didn't fight. You know, we were talking a lot of trash because he was coming up. Mm-hmm. And Damn, uh, you was about to fight we, the cherry bomb, huh? Yeah, man. I was I'd beat I'd beat Cherry up, but you know, Word? Uh, yo, yo, Cherry had a real good fight with, with Jose Pedraza. You know, people forget that <laughs> shit, but he might have beat Pedraza that night. He was dude. You know, it was a lot of it was a lot of back and forth um with one day shows and Tyler ran into that problem a lot because Tyler has been overmatched a lot. You know what I mean? He fought Kashai Elliott. You know what I mean? So he um What? Hold yeah, up. Hold up. Wait, but what were you were smaller? That yeah. was that was my that was my one of two fights at 65. Wow, he beat you? Yeah, he beat me. He, he I I was that was my first open that's, fight. I wasn't ready. That's crazy, <laughs> but that's crazy because I'm so high on Kashad. I'm just as high as Kashad as I am of you. Like, I, I brought him on his father. I started training in his father's gym before I moved out here. I, that's the last gym I trained at, Coach O Jim. Bro, yeah. I'm high on Kashad, man. He's he's good. I was, he's good. I was too green. And I just, I, I, 
couldn't I, I lost my decision and not like you stopped me or anything but it just when i was in there i just saw it was a completely different level between me and him and like i said it was my first open fight but i don't know it, i just couldn't get anything off it just he just had too much experience and it it, it definitely showed because i think I, when i fought him that was in 2019 it was right before he we went to the um trials i think and he was like 120 wins with like 20 losses and i had i had 10 fights damn 120 see damn that's crazy so yeah he, he his losses were like double the amount of fights <laughs> i had uh so chip um i know you told me but i want the audience to know uh so you get your credit when when, when tyler turns pro you started him you're the only trainer and 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 you had him since the amateurs right all, all his fights yeah yeah before he had his first fight he, he came to me I, he had just started box. he had just started boxing and uh um he came, he came in the gym <laughs> he was like a, he was telling me he wanted to box and stuff like that and i you know I don't really train people like that. You know what I mean? It's just like, like you gotta have, you gotta spark something in me to, for me to train. So when he came to me, he was like, uh, he was so confident. He was just like, I want to box. It's that the third. I want your number. And so yeah, we we um he showed a lot of heart because I was burning him out. He he showed a lot of heart, and uh, I was like, all right, this kid mean what he says. So it, it took us a minute, man, for him to get a fight. He was getting all frustrated and stuff like that, and then we finally uh got him started and um you know he 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 been boxing ever since been coming to the gym man yeah so yep perfect yeah, how many we how many years is that now how, uh -huh. many, how many years is that now total i was 16. yeah was, i've been, I've been yeah, boxing five years. five years so pretty much five years it's a great segue into my next question actually that i have uh coach Trip, i wanted to know <clears throat> What workout or what what session in the gym have you seen that made you sit back and 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 Tyler's attributes impressed you, but you didn't tell him about it? You were just like, "Whoa, man, he does that." And the second question I wanted to ask, but you answer that one first. Well, when I do pads, it's like the closest thing to sparring that you'll get. So usually, a lot of guys, you know, they know what time it is. They'll be like, "Yo, if you want to get in shape, you know what I mean. Go, you want to learn skills and that, and all that kind of stuff." So. I I um I call sequences out fast. And so and that and that usually makes people shy away from me. So when I had him doing those sequences, I could see in his face that he, you know, just like everybody the second round, man, it's like a, a pretty much a rap. And he was done. And I was like, I, I ain't gotta worry about that kid no more. <laughs> and then he, he came out the next day. I'm like, okay, I did it again. He was done. He was barely able to keep up. And he just kept coming. That's what made me um, invest my time in him like that. And my, and my second part of my question, uh, real quick, let's hold on to that question real quick. The second part of my question is, Tyler, what is that one workout or session in the gym that coach, you just can't get the better of when you're doing it, when coach is putting you through it? Uh, um, the 10-round shadow boxing with the gloves, but he wants everything thing to be all speed and you got to break come back counter move and go to the body this is this so it's like it's like intense shadow boxing with the gloves and it's just the absolute worst i hate that i hate that drill so much but when i go to the fight it just feels like when i got my gloves on they just feel like socks so it when you're doing it like it's it 
it's horrible, but when you when you it pays off in the end. So that's that's the one drill I don't like but love at the same time. Coach, uh, just to piggyback off that, why do you make them keep the gloves on versus like three pound weights, two pound weights, whatever? <clears throat> well, you know, it's the closest thing to reality that you're gonna that you're gonna face, and you know, you don't get that rest like um, when I'm in his. When I'm on him, on him, because, you know, we've been doing it so long, He he's like uh, on automatic pilot. But when I'm in the ring and I'm, and I'm screaming speed and, and I'm really looking at him, his his footwork, his head movement, his transition from offense to defense, you know, controlling the range and distance in his mind and creating the um, the shots offensively, you know, uh, with the glove. That's what you're going to be doing in, in the ring. You know what I mean? You don't, there's no, no punch where you're doing one one thousand, two one thousand. Then you're doing another punch. It's like boom, 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 boom. Move your head, boom, slip, boom, 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 boom. Pivot. This like that. That's that is what I'm looking for for execution. And I'm seeing what in his mind is. Are we on the same page? Is he going the right way when he's when he's fighting an orthodox fighter? Is he going the right way when he's fighting a, a southpaw? And what are you doing to create shots and you know land shots and be defensive and stuff like that? All within a split second, you know, and I need it for thirty minutes. Mm -hmm. That's That's what. Three minutes. So, uh, Tyler, I got some questions from the people here. Let's see what they got for you. First one is from Rue in a five hundred four New Orleans, and that's pretty obvious that you have not turned pro yet. Uh, the next one. Because uh, that was his question, have you turned pro? But, you know, you said after the Nationals and the goal is to be ranked in the top 10 before you do so. Speaking of Kashar Elliott, so uh, is there a direction that you guys would be leaning towards? Like, uh, all right, let me rephrase that. I mean, uh, Tyler and Chip, do you have a promoter or manager that you would like to sign with? <laughs> I haven't even thought about that to be honest. Oh wow! And what about just you, like, Chip? I mean, me. I'm I, like, know, um, I know you and I had a conversation about Tony Morgan, so I don't know if that influences you on where you would go. <laughs> well, you know that was uh, that was when I had my one fighter, um, Jarrell Harris, and uh, we was in the we was in the doghouse with them every day back when Berto was undefeated in uh, Winterhaven, and uh, you know he was. He was with uh, Al Heyman. He was like, everybody was impressed with Bubba at the time. You know, that's the nickname, Bubba. Um, everybody was impressed with him. And uh, he was just like, I can get you right to Al Heyman. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, the, the PBC thing, the Al Heyman move looks like the best move. Everybody's satisfied. Everybody's eating, stuff like that. But, you know, right now, it's just like a... Uh, one day at a time thing for me. My my thing. I'm a purist when it comes to this, so it's just like, bro. I don't want to talk about none of that until I see you able to execute in this gym and in these fights for three minutes. You know what I mean? Before we, you know, get all starry eyed and looking at the people who who paid their dues to be where they at. You know what I mean? We we got a long way to go. Mm. Yeah, we're right. just getting started, pretty much. Hey, man, if this is getting started, you, you're doing good, man. I hope it pans out. We got another one for, all the way from the United Kingdom. 
Stephen Williams says, I guess this question is for both fighter and coach. Do you think the amateur system is broken in the United States? Based on medal count from previous Olympic cycles, American fighters are collecting less and less medals than their counterparts. Is this down to the system of creating amateurs in the U.S. or have the rest of the world caught up in terms of skill level and skill set? Thanks for coming on the show, Steve, in the United Kingdom. P.S. Just to let you know, next time you're in Oklahoma, <laughs> lunch is on my good friend Izzy. <laughs> That's an inside one. Uh, but yeah, do you guys think the system is broken? Um, I think I think a lot of fighters are just turning pro now. Instead of going the amateur route, um, and then a lot of times it's a lot of it's a lot of BS in the amateurs. It's usually the favorite will uh, will get the close decision or just get the decision. Like I I seen that uh, in Tampa, usually the ranked fighter will get the decision over the fighter who's not ranked and stuff like that, and it's kind of discouraging. So that, that's how I feel about it. <clears throat> how do you feel about it, Coach? I think uh, I think from study, I think from uh, media, I think from Instagram, I think from Facebook. I, I honestly think a lot of those guys are, are, are catching up, you know, as far as the, the international thing goes, because, you know, you can see a person like, uh, you know, Lomachenko give homage to Ali and other fighters that he obviously studied to, you know, to hone his craft to, to where it is because you never seen a, a, a fighter from Europe fight like that. You know what I mean? That dude fight <laughs> like people's shadow box. You know what I mean? So, you know, you, you got people studying the game. You got people that got, um, you got people like uh, Tyson who, who he studied tape. You know what I mean? And he, everybody, like, oh, he, he hit so hard. He's so devastated. Tyson was smart as hell. You know what I mean? So you got people that's, that's studying. You got people that's that's really up on their game and, and people who are real purists. But on the political side, like Tyler said, you do have um, a lot of cliques. You do have, uh, you know, uh, favoritism and stuff like that. But 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 internationally, when you 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 can't just you can look at somebody and be like, oh, he's from the pond. He's from across the pond or he's from uh, uh, Russia or he's from Ireland. You know, this going to be an easy win like he would. It'd be back in the day because nobody wasn't ringing bell. Nobody's name was ringing bells like that. But now it's it's different. <laughs> it's different. You got people who really studying, man, and um, taking that stuff to heart. And, and coaches, corners are getting smarter. You know what I mean? You just gotta. It's no easy fight. You know? no easy fight. That's what I think. Uh, next one is from James Valdez in San Antonio. He says. I just hit the follow on Instagram, and so I look forward to hearing your story and following your next fight, champ. Thanks for coming on the Best Boxing Podcast in World TBV, hashtag Young Guns. So no uh, questions, just a statement and letting you know he's following you now, Tyler. And we got JT in also New Orleans. He says, what's up, coach? Do you have young fighters in your gym? Just in case uh, I'm in town. Also, uh, get keep working Tyler hard. He says, hey, also, thanks, keep thanks, working, Tyler thanks. Hart. Yeah, so he's got two sons, JT. I know he's, uh, I don't know if they're amateur yet, but he's bringing them up. But I, I want to say they're 12 and under, maybe. He'll text me in the next seconds to let me know the ages. Do you have teenagers? Yeah, we, we got one, but he's a freak, man. He's like, uh, he's like uh, you better be Mozzie. Uh, um, oh, the Mazi kid with Mazi. the black and gray? 
Yeah, with the ponytail, he's just tall as hell. You know what I mean? Not oh, the, not yes, the one that yes, was fighting. Yes, yeah. Yo, word is born all day. I wanted to uh, tell him that he re reminded me of the kid from the shot that died in the first season, but I was like, nah, don't do it. <laughs> you remember the dude in the shot? That's exactly. Yeah. I said, yo, if he let his head down, I bet you they gonna confuse him for him. But whatever. <laughs> he like, I think might be like six. He, he only he's sixteen, I think. 15 okay. Or 16. His son is only like, nine. His son is only nine. So you ain't oh, got nobody that young, right? No. Yeah, we got a gap, man. We got Isaac, who's fourteen. And coach, I think you're a, covering. The, I think you're covering the mic with your fingers. Oh my bad. We got a uh, Isaac that's uh fourteen, and then we got a. Uh, how is how is Eric's son six or something like that? Seven? He's like seven. There's nothing too serious in there. Yeah. The amateur. It's too much of a gap. <clears throat> but he's still more than welcome to come, though. You know, it's all good. Yeah, he, uh, he he'll, he'll probably be in town. We having our own event in um, Kid Kelly's. We're gonna be doing a little little exhibition. You know, let these these listeners that talk too much. They be talking too much, man. How they gonna tell somebody <laughs> throw punches? They don't even know how to th how it feels to throw punches. That's man. how it goes. Everybody expert when it comes to boxing. Let man. me tell Everybody. you, I was I was like that, Chip. Man, I was like that, and uh, you know. I started spawning, Jesus Christ, man. It's very hard. It's very, very, very hard, man. You know, uh, just throwing punches. Uh, you know, my favorite question to ask everybody is, uh, Tyler, I'll start with you. How do you breathe throwing punches? Like, I feel like when I throw a two, uh, not a two, but anything above a two-punch combination, I'm holding my breath. And now all of a sudden I'm tired in the ring. How is it, what do I have to do to be able to throw one, two, three, four and not get exhausted? You have to breathe with every shot. Easier said than done. What do you, like, how do you prepare your mind to do that? I mean, because I find myself, like, I want to hit the dude or the pad so hard that I'm like, oh, biting down and I'm not breathing. And then... You got you to gotta make some kind of noise or, like, let air out your nose or, like, op, op, op. Make, just make some kind of noise. Let some air out. Mm, so, so you you push the air out your nose. So uh, it depends. Sometimes I just breathe out my nose, and sometimes I breathe like out my mouth, like op op op, like stuff like that. Because I feel subconscious when I'm breathing out the nose. It does work, and I'm like, but then I'm like, shit, I got boogers in my nose now, and I'm feeling like I'm I'm wiping my nose on my shirt, and like, man, it's some bullshit. If you if you look at me in the gym, I'm clearing my nose out all, all the time. So, mm. oh my god. I, Listen, book, he the booger king. <laughs> yeah, man, I feel like yeah, it's so you gotta, difficult. You gotta, when you breathe out your nose, you gotta clear your like sinuses yes. a lot, yes. you know. And, so and Chip, man, I, as a coach, Broner making the noises like ah, 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 switch it up. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to try noises. I didn't, I didn't think of that. Uh, Chip, what, what, what recommendation would you give? What advice would you give for that? <laughs> That's the hardest thing to teach, man. Just so uh, to relax. Mm. Don't try too hard. Just let it flow. Everybody has their own rhythm. You know what I mean? So it's just like uh just relaxing, man. <laughs> and, uh, uh that's that's the that's the hardest thing. Cause some people go, you know, and I was in um when I was in uh Roy Jones' camp, you know what I mean? He's, Stay conscious. Stay, stay conscious. It's, it's loud. Your whole face off. <laughs> it, it's loud, loud as hell, man. With the way Roy breathes, it just like he goes. <laughs> like when he hit the bag, like you know, I get tired 
he was one of my people that I really looked up to. I was man, I made me tired just trying to do that. So everybody got their own rhythm and got their own style. So, but you definitely got to breathe. <laughs> yes. You definitely got to breathe. It's comfortable and just do that. Yeah. Man, it's, I find it so difficult, man. I, I, I've been act, that's actually been my question for like the last few months, man. Because it's funny that you answered it that way. We just had another coach from uh, the other side of the world in the West Coast, Coach Cam, and she said the same thing. Try to make noises if you can't if you can't <laughs> breathe, then make a noise because it'll it'll help you breathe. She said, but uh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to ask a question real quick, uh, Tyler. In your young career, what? Uh, type of music do you like to listen to when you're working out, running or working out? Uh, we'll start with that one first. And uh, yeah, let's start there first. I have two more after that. I have like one of the most diverse playlists. Um, I really like, obviously I like rap, like the little Baby, um, stuff like that. Um, Money Man, Money Bag Yo, stuff like that. And then I also like R&B. Like you never know, I might play like Nelly Fortunato or some uh, work playlist and out and all the gym. I might play some R. Kelly in the gym. So <clears throat> depends how I'm feeling. Barrington Levy, stuff like that. Maybe Ashante. It just depends. Like I just I like you know all kinds of music. So as long as it's not like country or like rock and roll or something, then nah, like rap and R and B is is what I listen to. All right, and is does it change when you are fighting, or is it the same? Do you have a different uh, song that you like to listen to before you fight? Um, yeah, it's typically the same. Same thing. All right, my two my two follow up questions is: What is your pre fight meal that you like to have before you fight, and what is your post fight guilty pleasure? Like, I got to have it because either you didn't usually have it during camp, or you know you just like to have it when you finish fighting. Um, usually after we eat. I feel like most boxers just go to like IHOP or um, like Waffle House or something like that. Get like an omelet, something like that. And then after the fight, I usually get wings. There's this wing spot by my house that I like. I like to get a 10-piece with some fries. That's like my go-to like cheap meal or after the fight. That's what I like. Whoa. You guys, Chip, I've been the same 10-piece for years. So, Yo, wait a minute, bro. What is this? Do you got Homa tatted on your thigh? Yeah, Bart actually. But you said what? It's Bart oh, Simpson. Oh, Bart, Bart, bro, what made you do that? I mean, I know you're younger, so I guess Simpsons was big. Um, it's actually me as Bart Simpson. If you look at it carefully, like he got like the hoop earring and the fade. So it's me. I it's can't me see as Bart it. Simpson. I just, I just noticed it on one of your, uh, one of your legs on the amateur show. I, I'm like, what? Wait a minute. That's that's me as Bart Simpson, yeah. yeah. That's that's like one of my favorite characters of all time. So the, this vet that you got, did you rebuild it? Are you into American Muscle, or, 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 or this just happens to be your first car? Oh, that's not even. Um, so I had a, I, my brother. He used to sell cars, and he, when I was like sixteen-ish, he got me this truck, and then I drove that truck until I was like twenty. And then in my neighborhood, it's all, um, it's all two-way stops. And this lady, she ran the uh, stop sign and she hit me, and, and she totaled the truck. Mm. And then my dad, my dad always had that vet in the yard, and it never worked. 
So when they, you know, you get when you get it, your car total, they cut you a check. Yeah. So you check and then you use like the money to fix the Corvette. So I only drove that Corvette for like a couple months. And then we sold the vet on Facebook Market, and then I got a different whip after that. Yo, everybody uses Facebook Market. Was, did it last long on there, or did it go with like a hot yeah, That vet was garbage. That vet had so many problems. <laughs> so you out here selling lemons, man? <laughs> Yo, that vet, that vet was hot garbage. Like, one time I was driving, and the brakes stopped working. I would go to Publix to buy something, like, I don't know, the gaskets would blow. Wait a minute, um, I'm gonna stop you right here and say, don't ever go back to the Bieber cut. I like the, the mullet way better. You look tougher. This Bieber cut you got in 2019? What, what the f <laughs> Bruh, don't go back to this at? shit, man. What are you looking at? March 25th, I'm screen sharing your IG so people know how to follow you. You're doing pad work with Chip in a, in a gym with <laughs> red walls. And you got the Bieber going on. I mean, I guess if you was an R&B singer, it would work. I don't even know what. I, I we talking about like the little flippy. Oh my thing? God, look at it right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, you got Yo, you had a lot of hair right here, bro. <laughs> I, had a, I had a bun. I had a, like a really long flow of hair at bro, one point. No, you had all cuts. I see you now here with this like a spiky flat top. You didn't have it all. I'm going through the IG. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to hairstyles, I had the I had it all. Nah, man, Tyler, man, it was a pleasure hey, having you hey, on. Real quick, Chip. real quick. Okay, real, go for real it, go quick, for coach. It. Real quick, just before you go, I see you shaking your head, and I wanted to ask you to get the opportunity when he was talking about his pre-fight and post-fight guilty pleasure. What would be yours? Oh man, I you know I'm I've been I've been in shape uh, all my life, so you know I'm getting my older years, so I eat what I want. But but you know the kids, they keep me on motivated, man. They keep me in check. They, they they fat shame me, so right now I'm in the process of getting back in shape. But uh, you know, I when I'm when I'm when I'm not thinking about that, I eat everything. Everything in sight, bro. Everything in sight is my is my guilt. But but they all know the um Tyler knows, man. My Snicker bar is my guilty pleasure. He'll bring me a Snicker bar, Yo. king size Snicker bar, man. Under that. <laughs> Yo, I love Snickers, man, for real. Yeah, I love Brave Little Snicker Bar. Have you ever thought of ever um, putting on the headgears and gloves and getting back in there again, Coach? I'm sure. Uh, you, you don't nah. spar with none of your fighters, Coach? I, I spar. The last time I spar was with Lamazi, man, um, like a couple years ago. Man, that's the. My thing, I'm so burnt. I just spar Monday, Tuesday. Like, we spar Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, but our gym is like, you know, we talk a lot of trash. So, you come in there, you say something sideways. The first thing you be like, "Yo, suit up, yo, suit up." So you know, we used to be small. And then I was the smallest guy in the gym, so I got man, my wrist hurt, my back hurt, my neck hurt. You know what I mean? So I'm done, man. I'm, I'm done. I, I, like I tell him, I was like, nobody could do anything about it when I was doing it. So it's just, it's just, I'm done now. You know what I mean? I, I, I used to have that urge, man. If you'd have told me years ago that. That I wouldn't want to spar no more. I'm like, you crazy, but I man, it just used to be a I couldn't wait, but now I'm just like, nah, I'm the reason why I asked is because we we have a show that we do border wars where we do have um a lot of um older males, um, younger males that do compete at novice levels. So that's why I thought maybe the six, 16 ounce gloves and the headgear would entice you to get out there and do a little celebrity one Yo, more who time. Who you trying to get him a fight with, man? Who you trying to get you know him what? a fight um, with? Nate, Nate, 
Nate, uh, Nate Campbell threatens me a lot. You know what I mean? He'll be like, yo, let's shoot up one more time. And I tell him, man, like, if you, if you do that, if you say that one more time on Facebook, I'm calling the police. You know what I mean? I'm calling the police. Calling the law. He he's still out there sparring, man. I, I think I think Nate older than me too, man. So he he's still out there sparring his uh fighting. You got, you got six minutes in you, three rounds, six minutes in you, coach? Nah, man, I'm done. Oh man, Chip, so hey, much, man. Uh, give out your social media, Chip, so anybody uh, can, that, it, that 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 <laughs> hasn't been following you can do so, and they can follow a, 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 what I consider to be a very good coach. If if Tyler is any indication of what you can do, you're doing good things, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be the boxer I am today if it wasn't for Chip. He made me. Appreciate it, man. My um, you can follow me at uh, Coach Chip the One on Instagram, uh, the number one Coach Chip the One. Uh, you'll see us goofing around, man, having a good time. Um, you know, um, and we 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 take what we do very seriously, but we do have a good time, man, and uh, chopped up, and laugh, and goof around a lot. But when it comes to execution time, man, they'll they'll see us on there. Um, even the pad where you see us goofing around, you know, a lot of the serious stuff we don't have on there though. But you know. Um, just come down, check us out, man. Check out the gym. People that's in the area that want to spar, you know, we got a lot of uh, different weight sizes. Not not so much as kids, though, but we got people that's 160, 168, you know what I mean, 201, 138. So, you know, just come check us out. Damn, 168? Uh-oh. I'm going to have to see what's up. With... So, y'all never sparred Kelly's son? He don't take him down there? He, matter of fact, he texts me. I don't know if it's his son, but he said he had a person that's 185 that wanted to spar. And he just texted me this morning and I told him, I was like, you know, um, we're not really in the gym right now. We'll be back uh, Monday because um, Tyler had his fights back to back. And we was hoping that we'd have a fight February 6th, but that didn't happen. So very few times I tell him to chill out and rest. So this is one of them times. And then we just pick it back up on Monday. Um, but he's. Said he wanted to come down there, so I told him, you know, he more than welcome to come down there next week. Yeah, yeah. His son is 175. I got to see him spar yesterday. He got a nice jab, too. He got a right. nice jab. How many his son has? 175, the one with, he had a lot of hair that day. Oh, he didn't get oh, to fight, yeah. though. They ain't match him. He light skinned. They, they ain't match him. That's he, he had like the fro thing going on. Yeah, tight curl fro. Yeah. yeah. He, he weighed in at like 185, right? Right. Nah, nah, he won seventy five. Oh, okay. Yeah, he just he yeah, he's tall. He's tall. He's yeah, like six one. Come up. <clears throat> he definitely tall. I feel like he's six one, maybe. Yeah, I ain't talking about. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, you got to give out your social media, Tyler. They need to follow you. Uh, my Facebook is Tyler Yavalar, and my last name is Y A V A L A R. And my uh, my Instagram is Tyler Yavilar ninety nine, and my Snapchat is Tyler Yavilar. And that's it. That's I don't use anything else. All right, guys, man, I want to thank you, um, and I'm gonna be making my way to that gym uh, in, in the next few weeks here, man, to go ahead and uh, keep getting behind you guys, man. I'm impressed, and uh, I, I want to see you guys get all the way up to the top, man. I'm, I'm gonna have to be at one of them national tournaments. Where, where's that uh, supposed to be at, Tyler? Um, Louisiana. All right, ain't too far. We might have to travel with y'all, man. Get I, might, I might go to the Georgia Golden Gloves. Okay. In March. 
So maybe maybe that's my next date if I can't get a fight at one of these one-day shows in February. So we'll see. I'm trying to fight once a month, so we'll see. You don't got no heavyweights there, right, uh, Chip? Just nah, Tyler. Nah, nah, Tyler, yeah. the biggest thing, the, ne- the yeah, closest thing to heavyweight. Yeah, Langston, too, yeah. down the road. Cause I got I got oh, yeah. this heavyweight in Seattle, man. He calls in all the time, asking for spawn, willing to travel and shit. So might have to send him Yahweh. But he ain't, he ain't got that many amateur fights. He just trying to get out there, man, and learn. His uh, his name is uh, Jordan, Jordan Carter. Jordan, Jordan Carter. Carter. Can't forget Jordan <laughs> Carter. Every time we, I'm shocked he's not on here. Super chatting like, yo, can I spar him? He he. Every guess <laughs> I got, he trying to get in a camp. Man, I walk around at like 200 pounds, so I'm. Pretty much just like a cruiserweight. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'll work with whoever. Yeah, you're going to be working with me, man. You're going to have to take it easy on the old man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you're going to have to work with me, man. Show me how to breathe. Yeah. Slip the jab. I, I I need to copy your jab, man. He's Yo. a capper, Tyler. He's a kid. Coach Chip, don't be. He's a capper. He's capping. Bro, I'm the only I'm the only <laughs> podcast host that spa professionals, man. Like, my resume goes... Uh, like uh, Porter, <laughs> Nicholson. I mean, I'm about to throw Tyler on the resume, man. I'm coming for all the big names. <laughs> man, I, didn't, I didn't even know you were that big. Like when I seen you after the fight, you were talking. I'm like, yo, who is this? And when you took the mask off, I was like, whoa, man, I didn't know you were that tall. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, but I'm. I feel like I'm thin, man. I used to go to Wilder's camp, man, and he's six seven, two thirty five. I'm two fifty. Right there. Sorry, there he is, right there, Jordan Carter. Ah, there he is, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, yeah. So my, I'm two fifty, but Wilder's two thirty five. He be looking so much bigger, muscular. I'm like, man, how the hell? So yeah, I'm doing something wrong, man. I gotta get over there with Chip, man, because your shoulders look crazy. Is that natural, or he got you doing strength and conditioning or something? Because you, you actually do look pretty buff, man. You talking about me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got nice shoulders, yeah. bro. Yeah. Did you hear that? Oh, I'm gonna have to hear that all week. Yo, yo <laughs> never wants Chip, to give me so credit on You don't think ever. his shoulders? You don't think his shoulder like his shoulders pretty like brolic, man? Nah, Chip. I mean, I've been looking at it since he was in the tenth grade. I, I, I guess I don't see it. <laughs> no, man, Chip never wants to give me credit on my, my physique. Oh, you just gave my nah, man. I thought oh, you, I thought God. you were very good that day, man. And uh, yeah, man, that double jab, man. I gotta, come, I gotta come get some tips off that double jab, man. Chip, I need, I need some of that. But I, I mean, it's his footwork though. It's more than a jab because he's pretty fast on his feet. He's, it's not like he's throwing a jab in place. He's actually moving with it so yeah man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the plan is to be the like a really agile 201 yes because a lot of the dudes at 201 they're real strong but they're they're kind of slow so the plan is just to beat them with skill and speed that's that's the plan and, you know obviously power but you know Definitely. but i do strength and conditioning three times a week oh wow. and then i okay. and then after practice Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Monday we do chest and tries. Wednesday we do back and buys, and then Friday we hit legs. So you guys are actually using weights too. Well, me and one of me, and my my best friend, he's really into weightlifting, and he's like my weightlifting strength and conditioning coach. But yeah, I lift weights. Okay. Yeah, now definitely you could tell that in the shoulders, Chip. Stop lying to the man, Chip. And I'm he good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm never gonna let this one go. I'll be like, yo, Chip, man, the boxing boys. He, yes. Oh, I'm Nah, yo, so what's Spawn Days, man? Anyway, I'm going to text him, man. I want to make sure I get to see him in the ring again, man. This guy looks good, man. I want to thank you guys both for coming on, man. And anything we can do to help you guys along the way, we will do for sure. We appreciate you guys. And Chip, I appreciate you, man. Uh, really, you know, taking the time to do what you do, train these young men. And, 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 and you know, uh, this guy, I, I hope, I hope. I hope we could we could keep talking to about him years to come, man. I want to see him turn. Oh pro. yeah, man. I, <clears throat> I definitely appreciate y'all work, uh, reaching out, man. And um, you know, we um, like I said, man, we just taking it uh, uh one day at a time. And um, you know, I like he said, I never give him credit because I'm just like you can always uh be better. And he's um developing. You know, I'm gonna let him celebrate for his his little victory. And well, Monday, I'm back on his ass. Like you. Hey man, tighten up. We got to get this done. You know what I mean? So, 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 yeah, Chip, I'm uh, next February 20th. So, I'm, I'll let you know for sure. Oh, you got to fight February 20th? Well, you never know. Yeah. Um, I sent my information in, but you know how it is with the one day shows. So, yeah. Yeah. is it here in Florida? Yeah, it's in Clearwater. Okay. Okay. We're going to bump into Keith. Uh, hey, Chip. You ever been down um, as far down as like Miami and, and Hialeah to to get work for him? Yeah, well, <clears throat> I went down. We went to um, Fifth Street Gym with Dino, mm. but it wasn't. It was uh, it was he didn't he didn't go at the same time I went, but he eventually went, and I wasn't able to um, make it with him, you know. And then uh, you know people come back like, yo, he didn't do that good. This, that, and the third. I'm just, I'm like, all right, well, I, I get there and we'll fix the situation. You know what I mean? Whoever it was, we're gonna we're gonna fix that situation and dominate. But um I we we haven't gone down together, but he has been down to Miami to Fifth Street with at Dino's gym. And they got good work down there. For sure. Uh reason I ask is cause Tyrone Sponge, he's a small heavyweight, and he's out of um He's out of uh, Hialeah. I want to say Pedro Diaz, Jim. I know Diaz is in Croatia right now. I'm waiting on his ass to get back, and I'm going down there. So I'm gonna invite you. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm make. I'm gonna rub the elbows for y'all because yeah, Tyrone. Oh Spons. yeah, no doubt, man. We 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 always looking for um, good work. I'm always looking for um, challenges, and you know, to fix the the mistakes that we make, fix, uh, work on weaknesses, stuff like that. People that can present uh different problems i like the european style i like the american style tall southpaw righty and we practice that way every day you know what i mean every day what you're supposed to do with a lefty what you're supposed to do with a righty you know what i mean what you're supposed to be doing somebody that's running and jabbing or aggressive and jabbing so we we work on those um i like i like uh bill belichick's uh mindset he's just like he's always talking about football situation so i'm always talking about boxing situations you ain't gonna always be the strongest guy the fastest guy you know what i mean you're gonna be on the ropes you're gonna be hurt you're gonna be those types of things so we work on those things all the time so i'm always looking for different different problems man to solve mm. all right well guys once again man thank you uh mm -hmm. and i sent tyler i sent you the the live uh playback link you know so um you can see what Cause, cause you know what you guys are watching now isn't what the world is gets to see. You know, you're just on Skype, but that gets transmitted. So whatever. But yeah, man, thank you guys, and uh, we look to get you guys back on soon, man. Keep doing the, <clears throat> keep doing good work over there, Chip. 
Hey man, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. I'm looking forward to uh, y'all coming to the gym and checking us out, man. More than welcome. Definitely, man. Awesome. I'll be there. Awesome. About a week, man. Um, I checked that other gym you sent me. It was like 16 miles from me, so that everything is close, man. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other gym. That's I just, like just want to go to the gym with the ring, though. You know what I'm saying? I want to be in the <laughs> yeah, one that we got I mean, It's going to be a ring in there, but as far as that gritty, as far as that, you know, head knocking and all that, that's down in the hoods. Then this is in Sarasota. Go to the gym down the road for that. Oh, Sarasota? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy that Sarasota's the hood, man. That's the most expensive fucking city, man. I was trying to buy in Sarasota, and it's like, if you get a house, you ain't getting no space. It's like you living in New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then uh, yeah. my man live out there, and then I, it do look like the hood. Certain parts of Sarasota look like the hood. hood. I'm like, how the hell is it so expensive out here with all this craziness happening? <laughs> but so that's what it just... So what's the name of that gym in Sarasota? Flashfoot. Flashfoot Academy. Flashfoot Academy. Huh? And then Sarasota Boxing Club is down the road. That's where Johnny Lang's <clears throat> at. Okay, okay. Well, we're going to get that schedule and meet up with y'all. I want to thank you once again. And uh, yeah, man. Jordan Carter just said he just added you on IG. So um, you'll definitely be getting in contact with you. Add Chip, man. Don't add the fighter. Add the coach. That's who you talk to. There you go. You heard it, Jordan. Thanks very much, guys, man. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for coming on. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Chip, head trainer, and Tyler. Thank Thank you. you. Um, Yeah, man. We did it. We did it. We got through that one. It was a good interview. I appreciate them. Uh, and I want you guys to, you know, if you can, check him out because he's good. <laughs> he's I good. He, I think he's ready for real. But I get him. You know, you want to get those nationals and, and, and as many accolades and amateurs as possible. You get that signing bonus, man. But we're going to go out to these callers. Remember, yeah. remember, we got Keith Thurman at 2.30. It's not over. We rocking out. And then tonight, we're going to have Ken Porter. You know, I was talking to Ken. You know, he ain't tell me, don't tell y'all. But he was, you know, he, 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 he trying to get in there with Bob. Remember, he was supposed to talk to Bob. And, uh, yeah, he, he put about three calls into Bob yesterday. So, hopefully, between yesterday and today, Bob them hit him back. And we could get some answers on this Ken Porter. You remember, he was, he was told by his, his son to get that fight. He wants that Terrence Crawford fight. He felt that was a legacy fight. So, we're trying to get... Uh, you know, Ken Porter on the show today. Uh, what's supposed to be yesterday? He had a dentist appointment. Thurman's on today. Uh, we also got Victor Morales on today. Adam Blue Nose Lopez on today. So we're just rocking out, man. I'm going to go through these super chats real quick and get on out to the callers. The first one was from uh, Luminous P. He says, you quarantine for two weeks after each dose because it takes time for it to work in your immune system. After the couple of weeks, you're good to go. Francis, the praying mantis. I guess that's for you. I guess maybe wherever he's at. <laughs> mm, what's next? We got Jordan Carter says I'm always on, like Bill Haney. <laughs> and you got to his other one. And he said he added him. Uh, all right, we're going out to the callers, man. Those are all the so super chats. You didn't give the rundown at the time. What's to the people of you know, you only give the rundown Blue, out I mean, of. Um, I mean, I mean, Blue Nose is at uh, seven seven thirty. Um, Adam, no, Victor Morales. Adam Lopez is at seven thirty. Victor Morales at eight thirty, and my man Ken Porter's at nueve, which means nine. Nueve. Yeah, we're going Let's out to these the callers, man. Callers, callers, callers. 
Yeah, y'all don't forget, man. Don't forget. These calls are brought to you by El Camino Electrical Services, experts in electric vehicle charging stations. For consultations and turnkey installation, visit us at ElCaminoElectricalServices.com. All right, all right, all right. Remember to rate us five stars on Subscribe iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. Fly in my house, bro. I hate that shit, <laughs> Try to catch it. Tight, tight right now with these fly. With these you already know what it is. You're in the jungle now, man. <laughs> uh, I'm about to murder this dude. Yo, David Maldonado. Yo. What up, what up? Yo, first of all, congratulations on you buying the house, man. That's a good power move, dog. Straight up. Thank you, brother. Um, w w What's the topic of today? The topic today is um, Charlo, Jamal Charlo versus David Benavidez. But he okay. does say he has to get That's vaccination right. if their fight is to take place. What is your thought? Why he got to take the mark of the beast for it, man? Get out of here. If Charlo's already vaccinated, then David Bene David Benavidez doesn't need to be vaccinated. But um, if that fight happens, they should push. They should make that fight happen in September because I heard Canelo is going to fight Caleb Plant in September. That would be a perfect idea to have them both on the same card, being that that's PBC, you know? Right. And that's the only way that Canelo... That's the best way that Charlo to go about getting a Canelo fight if he could fight Benavidez being that he's Mexican he's from Texas they should do that in Texas let I think Charlo would destroy him too and then let Charlo go in the ring and call Canelo out so we can finally see that fight as far as who wins that fight I think Charlo would, would do him like the way Floyd Mayweather did Diego Corrales David Benavidez is just going to walk forward take a lot of punches and that's going to be a breakout <gasps> performance for Charlo that's my opinion. Because David Benavidez is tall, right? But he doesn't fight like a tall fighter. I can see him coming forward. And Charlo can crack. Charlo showed in the Deviachenko fight that his boxing skills have got have gotten better. So I think Charlo would, 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 um, would, would Diego Corrales him like the way Floyd did. And then we could set up a Charlo versus Canelo fight. And that'll be, that'll be a big fight. Especially it, if it happens the it, way that I said. Cut it. Cut it. Jordan Carter. Hey, what up, what up, morning, gentlemen? Morning. What's up, what's up? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm always listening. Once I heard my name, I was like, oh, yep, that's me. Let me call in. Let me let me drop the super chat, you know? Um, But no, nah, with, with the David Benavidez, Charlo fight, that'd be dope. I feel like um, I feel like that'd be a real good-ass fight. Both of them talk shit. Both of them fight hella good. That'd be, that'd be fireworks. I'd love to see that fight. Yes, yeah, that sir. would be a good fight for sure, man. That would definitely be a good fight. Who would you pick? You gone? Are you gone? Who next? I got David. If I'm being honest, I got David. Only because Ooh. he's at 168. He's been there for a while. Um, Charlo would have to move up and get used to that weight. But then, um, like age-wise, because I, I always make this joke, like, oh, man, you don't even got your grown man strength yet. So I feel like, I don't know, man. It would be a good-ass fight. All right, Jordan. Let's go out to Brandon in Cincinnati. What's going on? Hey, hold up the time zone. Jump 
duffel bag with our mind on. Can't play when you here, get your life stole. If you bring it here, then the price grow. Phone jabbing and punching the line long. I drop a pigeon at nine go. We slap with the fit glass and white go. This only happens in Ohio. Yo, what's up? Can you hear me, Ness? Yes, sir. What up, Ness? What up, Francis? What up? What up? Yeah, I like, yeah, I like the fight, man. If it get made, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about to make it happen. But didn't he say he's not fighting for the game, fighting for the 25? Or was he just trolling? He did didn't say Didn't he also he say that? I, I, he said, I. Yeah, yeah, he said I ain't fighting nobody under 25 and he got to get the vaccine, so. I mean, that, shit like that make it hard for me to root for Carlos and feel bad for him. And that'll be boss talking because he always trying to boss talk to everybody. Yeah, that's why I was telling him on the back call, like, man, Jamal, they ain't mad at Canelo because of how he moved. They ain't mad at Canelo because they ain't in that position to move like that. Because if he was, he'd be doing the same shit. So, I don't know, man. Like I said, if, if they make the fight, it's a good fight. Maybe 50 fight, I probably favorite Benavidez, but Charlo, man, he just doing too much prima donna shit. Like he told Jacobs and Andre, they need to fight each other instead of fighting them. So, like I said, stop all the talking and just make the damn fight. That's my call. Alright. We going out to sunny California. Mr. Infojo. This portion of the show we call In the Know, presented by my brother. Good morning, TBV. What up, Ness? What up, Francis? What up? What's up? Top of the morning. Shout out to the whole TBV community. Uh, on the topic, man, I heard the long rant, man. Sometimes I be thinking them dudes be drinking, man. But, uh, Cause it just be rambling, just a bunch of rambling, just one on sentences, man. But uh, he did say that he wouldn't fight Benavidez because uh, he's younger, and he did say he had to take the COVID. I'm not, I'm not sure if I even want to take the COVID test, man. I remember in the '70s, man, they gave 400 black men syphilis and knew about it. So I, I'm kind of uh, optimistic about taking the test. It should be the only requirement, long as you don't test positive for COVID, you should. Uh, the, uh, that should be the only reason why the fight shouldn't take place, man. But I love the fight. I think it's a 50-50 fight, but I think he's putting up too many roadblocks if he's saying he has to take the COVID test. It shouldn't be. That shouldn't be the criteria, as long as you don't test positive right now. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that's all I got. I'm looking forward for the shows tonight, Ness and Francis. You're going to have him. Who you having? Uh, Ken Porter and Keith? Uh, Keith is at two thirty, and uh, Ken Porter is at uh, nine eight nine this evening. I'm hyped. Hey, y'all, hit them thumbs up. You're listening to the number one pound for pound boxing podcast. Peace, gentlemen. Cheers. All right, info, Joe. We got Corey, North Carolina. What's going on, TBV? What it do? Yeah, man. Um, good interview. Um. And then uh, as far as the topics, man, I like both of them dudes, man. Uh, but in my opinion, when it come down to it, whatever I got to do, I'm going to do it. If, 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 if I'm Benavidez and I'm going to go get that fight, I favor Benavidez in the fight only because Benavidez then got up off the canvas and Charlo haven't. 
And I feel like if Benavidez take Charlo into them deep waters as far as dropping him or hurting him, that's something he ain't never experienced before, and we're going to have to see how he handles it. And most most people, if I compare him to Broner, you know how Broner did. He fought harder, but he still wasn't able to pull it out. And I feel like Charlo may react the same way. I don't know. It's a good fight, though, but I'll take Benavidez. Y'all enjoy y'all morning. I'm going to be rocking with y'all all day today, man. Got a long day. For sure, champ. Is he talking about the four-division world champion, Adrian Broner? I mean, I guess. Okay, continue. We going to New Orleans. So you hate him. I'm that guy. What you want to bet? Whoa. Bet a hundred thousand on that. Let's bet a million. million. You getting that easy. money, right? Easy. Let's bet a million. Easy. And I for the bread. When I spit him, y'all gonna say he was too weak. Oh my and life. Okay, bow down, bitches. I'm about to hand them minutes. I'ma teach you all a lesson. This will only take a minute. Got a part and all this passion in my blood. Niggas hating just because. Think about it. Everybody love Bud. J Mac. Where you at? Yo, good morning. Buenos dias. Morning, morning. Um, I don't, I don't have too much on the uh the COVID um topic. I take two of my calls. I leave one for. Uh, I don't have too much on the COVID. Uh, if Cholo did it, um, I don't see why it'll be a big thing for uh Benavidez to do it. But if Benavidez have a problem with it, they gotta cross that bridge. Um, and whatever the negotiations fall on. I would favor Benavidez against the Charlo due to the fact of uh, Benavidez fighting bigger guys, Charlo moving. I'm saying he won't be able to compete against Benavidez, but I think Benavidez has the faster hands. He's the better boxer. And uh, he's a strong dude. Uh, he's a, a, a decent boxer, but he's not with punches and being in there with a better slightly bigger than him. Can box. I'm high. I am now. It's going in. Hello. Now. Oh shit! I don't know. Like, like, can I? Am I talking clear now? Yeah, that's good. Oh, okay. Like, like I was saying, I think the bigger Benavidez being having the faster hands and being a better boxer would uh uh take the fight into deeper waters. And Charlo struggle with the Benavidez. So I would favor Benavidez, but I would look forward to the fight. All right. We're going out to right. your hermano. You know how these bitches is in the sport. Total disrespect. So interesting. You come across like a nice guy, but you really a piece of shit. Hey, that comment. Come on. That's no, that was a piece of fuck you. That was a piece of shit. You know, Rock, we're doing, we're doing like TV. I don't care. What you going to do about it? I can't do this, mother. Why do you have to talk like that? Well, I'm talking to you the way I want to talk to you. You have a problem? Turn off your station. I'm the best ever. No, JT. Majid Orlando. Hey, what up, what up, what up? Um, Everybody needs to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and... uh. Join Patreon or that YouTube members for something. But Aiden man, I remember it was months ago when you was uh, talking about Canelo and everybody challenging him wanting to fight. 
you had said one simple thing that I definitely agree with is that people need to make their own path. So when it comes to this Charlo versus uh, Benavidez, I really hope this fight happened because I'm like, if they want stuff to be on demand and for these big fights, this big money, this is the first step to it, you know? So they need to make this shit happen however they could because other than that, most of their opponents, they ain't going to bring public demand for shit. But uh, yeah, man, that's all I got. All right, thank you for your call. Thank you for your call, Majid. Yo, yo Peep Ulgas, this is his statement, and I quote, The WBA removed Manny Pacquiao, the most famous active fighter in the world, to elevate me to super champion. Grateful with this recognition of my work and this moral victory. Pacquiao is a legend. I respect that. But this is my time. Yeah, Yo, shout out to Ugas, you know what I'm saying, for believing in himself. But I posted it up, but shout out to you for not even paying attention to all the work I'm putting in. You know what I'm saying? But it's all good, though. I'm going to put it out here to people. You posted what? I, that, posted, that post up and a whole bunch other, of other things. But and it's you all, talking about, but you that, talking about in the pre-pro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I seen it. I seen it. Yeah, but that, that quote right there is, hey, listen. He under, he's a full you just said it yourself two days ago. He's a full world champion now. Like yeah. there's no there's no if ands or but about it, regular or not. He the super champ. He the champ champ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's feeling good, man. He's 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 looking good. He's hope he's not blowing the bag. You know what I mean? But you know what I'm saying? He looked I mean, like he, he blowing the bag. He do look like he having a lot of fun since he got elevated, you know what I'm saying? He been looking like he in the in the in clubs and shit like that. Uh JT, we going back to him. He said he ain't hear us. Somehow he ain't hear his intro either. Uh, and now he's gone. Greatness, I might have a fight for you. I'm waiting. I mean, actually, I, I need to highlight at you. So after the show, highlight me. Ha ha. See how that work? See how that work right there? See how that work? JT. JT. Yo, yo. You can hear me? Oh, shit, now we got everybody on. Yeah, we hear you, JT. Yeah, my phone had cut off. I don't know. Um, we um, we talked. That was a good interview. Uh, That was a good interview, Ness. But, um, you know, a shout out to that dude, Tyler. I think you um messed up my um my question. I must have worded it wrong. But um, good interview. Wish the dude the best. You know, and I'll take him up there, up there on that offer um, if I'm ever out there in Florida with my boys. But, um... If we talking Charlo versus Benavidez, um, I think that's a good fight. You know, for September, uh, I, I favor Charlo to win. I think it's an action-packed fight. I think both of them fighters are, are, are not scared of each other. They're willing to fight. It's going to be a good mix-up. You know, you got Charlo, the strong, re- resentless type of fighter. Uh, same thing with Benavidez. I'm, I'm picking Charlo to win the fight, a close fight. Uh, what else we was talking about be- before the interview came on? Ah, just that. Yeah, but like I said, I got Charlo winning that. And you know what? I think it'd be it'd be kind of cool if Jamel Charlo fought um the big brother. I know the brother fight at one forty seven, but he a big dude for one forty seven. So I know Ch- Jamal was going back and forth with the other brother. So if Jamel step in, that be I think that'd be a good real um um two combo um double hitter fight um the Benavidez versus the Charlos. Mm. All right. Well, thanks for calling in. That's interesting. We never heard that one. Uh, greatness, what up?
Yeah. Yeah, y'all can hear me clearly? Yeah, what you weighing these days, B? Come on, man. Let's talk to me, man. Who's trying to strive for greatness, man? I, I, I've been up and down in weight. I've been at 180. I've been at 160, 170. Talk to me, man. I mean, you, so you saying you could get down to 160? You got you got 37 days left. Yes, man. You know who you're talking to, man. Who's trying to strive for greatness? I mean, you might you might have uh, that dude Brian Franco. That's all we got for you, man. That Brian Franco. All right, man. You know we, we, we try to make it happen, man. You know, uh, Brian Franco. You know, I, I, I'll put a face to the name. Hopefully, you gonna strive for greatness, man. Uh, put that put that name on the dotted line, man. You know, and make it work, man. I, I'm I'm pretty much uh. I'm here shopping, man. I got to get me a new blender, man, so I can blend up my CMOS. But um, other than that, man, we getting ready, man. Uh, as far as the topics, I, I don't have anything towards the topic per se. I'm, I'm happy that Border Wars is, is close. It, it, it gives us something to do in between these big fights. You feel what I'm saying? But, uh, yo, next, man, do your thing, man. Set that up, man. For sure. I'm on it. I'm on it. You know, I got to, I got Jordan some spawn yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Jordan Baker. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm out here making 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 shit happen, man. We going out to Bruce. Bruce, what up? What up, Bruce? What up, man? I think I think that uh Bruce, man. Hold up, Bruce. I yeah. thought you was taking a fight on Border Wars, man. Oh, you said nah, you had I'm a tournament. To you had a t yeah, nationals. Wh yeah. Which one is yeah, that? In Louisiana? The same one. I heard you say you might be there. That'd be cool. Wait, wait. so what way you at? 78. Oh, I was about to say, stay away from Tyler. Now I'm fucking with you. <laughs> Man, I ain't see you please yet. Not, I'm fucking with you. I ain't it's see you yet. <laughs> no, it's all good, bro. I ain't tripping. But, um... The, the whole, you know, under 25 ain't fighting nobody. And they, you got to take a cold victory. Charlo can't talk like that. Even though I don't think, I, I don't even think Benavidez has fought like super stiff competition at all. I think Charlo will beat him. But I don't know if Charlo think he'll beat him. If he's talking about he fighting nobody under 25 and he got to take a COVID test, Charlo got to get that same kind of heat that Theofimo and everybody else get when they start talking crazy. You fight or you ain't, man. All that extra barriers and shit. Anybody got time for that? But that's the call. All right, all right. Yes, Valdez, sir. Valdez, what up? Hey, Ness, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Hey, uh, I'm not calling about the topic, man, because I'm always at work when you guys do your shows. But I just want to say thanks, man, for the MP3s, because that's when I listen to them. When you do it on MP3, I go commuting back and forth. Um, I just want to say I appreciate it. Congratulations on your new home, man. Thank that's you, all brother. I got. All right, champ. You're the man. Appreciate right, the love. Uh, we got Justin in New Jersey. Hello? Yes. What's up, man? It's uh, Mr. Sharp on YouTube, too, man. But, um, yeah, I just want to quick comments on the Charlo Benavides. From what I've seen, I think that, <clears throat> you know, Benavides, he's, he's got a lot of power. 
Um, I think Charlo definitely has a better jab, better footwork. He can get inside, but, uh, you know, only thing is Charlo's got to stay off those ropes with Benavidez, you know, because he's got, you know, I've seen him crowd guys on the rope. Definitely, you know, give him that work. So, <clears throat> you know, it'll definitely be a good fight. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I got on that. And, uh, Nez, how many, how many miles you running, Nez? <laughs> Yo, I ain't running no miles. <laughs> I ain't running no miles. That's why, you, that's, that's why, that's why, that's why you're breathing off, man. You got to get them, that road work in, brother. That ain't necessarily true, or at least I don't want it to be true. <laughs> you know, I, I, I've yeah, met, you gotta get that rhythm. Yo, I've met fighters that don't run, man, and they've been successful on the highest level. A lot I of mean, people I don't, don't run. A lot of people, a lot of people don't run. People do uh, circuit training to to replicate that because it's like your heart rate. Like, if I run, I could pace myself. That ain't a fight. You know what I'm saying? So, Mitty had me doing different type of running. What was his shit? He had me doing, like, uh, I think three minutes, which is insane. He wanted me to run three minutes at an eight on a treadmill and then, you know, jump off of it. Sprinting? Yeah. But for three like, minutes, like man, that ain't no fucking sprint. Who sprints for three minutes? Mitty tripping. He tried to kill me. Hey, man. What? So you out here sprinting for three straight minutes? No, nah, not not me. I'm I'm I mean, hey, listen, I'm I do what I can do. Like I, I'm working my way up. I I run a lot, but um, <clears throat> you know, I mean, also meditation. I do kung fu, so like you know, I, I meditate. That can help with your breathing too. But you gotta you know you gotta develop a rhythm in between your reps, in between your um you know exercises, and that's gonna help with your with your breathing. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely need help with that, bro. My shit is trash, man. <laughs> my, my, yo, I'm telling you, man. Baby my my new coach had us doing us a drill, the one, two, three, four drill, and and then we would circle the whole gym and get back in line. And yo, it's just embarrassing, man. These little ass kids doing that shit like nothing, man. I'm telling you, they gonna eventually put me to spar with this 15 year old. I think he gonna fuck me up. I ain't gonna even front. He mad calm in there, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, you gotta you gotta get yourself some new balances, some uh, ultra boost, man. Get on that road. I'm telling you, it'll make a road a world of difference. <laughs> yeah. But I'll holler, man. All right. You know, the issue with that, Francis, is that when yeah. when um I, I took that advice in 2018 or 17, you know what I'm saying, and I lost fucking. 60 something pounds I was 217 I was running 5, 6 miles Almost every other day Right And uh, That shit ain't doing I got in the fight It was still the same Motherfucking thing I think it's more about Biting down And holding my breath While I'm Throwing them shots Cause You know You want some fake killer shit You holding down Man Like I I I know that for sure Because yesterday I felt my stomach hurting Mm. I'm like, damn, what the fuck is am I, am I doing? That I'm locking my own stomach up, you know what I'm saying? But it's so, it's, it's so, also the competition. These little ass kids, man, they fucking doing five punch combinations, and he make us do it back to back, right? So it's like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Then he go to the next, and then you you gotta you know you gotta move around the ring and get back in line. And I'm like, yo, I'm doing it, 
But I, I'm the only one that's like, I'm like trying to suck it in before yeah. it's my turn again, bro. I'm like, yo, crazy, man. But yeah, you know. So, so what fight did you feel like you uh, you gassed out the most that you've had in Border Wars? The Hasael your... fight. The Hasael fight. The Hasael fight was was. Uh, but 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 you know it was just a lot of things there you know because I, I I had went back and watched that and I'm like damn it was so many moments where he wasn't doing nothing and he was tired I should have jumped on him but I'm like oh you tired well I'm gonna take my rest right now you know what I'm saying <laughs> so you know that's how it be man that's how it be they said also that's called an Indian run Ness what the hell's an Indian Wildernese road work what the hell's an Indian run I don't know what is an Indian run I don't know. But, Yeah, that's what it is. It's breathing. I guarantee you it's the breathing. He said we're going to work on it today, though. He's going he gonna to do some drills for me on the oh. bag, and we're going to work on breathing techniques on the bag, and he's going to watch me today because I, I I had to fess up. I'm like, yo, I need help, man. I'm not, it's not, I'm not, fit. like, for the amount of work I do, I shouldn't be that tired, man. I work out like uh, like I'm them young kids, and it, and it just ain't translating, so. So let, me, so let me ask you a question real quick. People blaming we... it on my lungs. What about all the millions of marathon runners that smoke weed? Get your dumb asses out of here and Google something. There's yeah, plenty and of all the basketball Run, players that smoke weed. <laughs> the, the, the phrase runners high is two different things. You get a high from running and people that really run high. Google it. Google it. Believe <laughs> it. No, no, no. Google it. No, I, I know. That's why I'm laughing at whoever that is saying that dumb shit. But um, I was saying to you, being with this new trainer, like, I know you're very picky about, you know, the things that you're doing. Like, give us an insight into, like, how how you, you are you getting comfortable with him? Are you trusting him? I mean, I'm, what are you going to do? I ain't got no choice. I really don't want to, like, I, I, I would love, I'm a fuck with Chip, but I feel like I already... I already uh, put my flag in this guy's gym, so I got to let him fuck up for me to move on to Chip's gym. I met him. I met Chip through him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he invited me to the tournament, and I happened to see Chip and his fighter. So I don't want to just spin off on his gym. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to see what he got. But I'm going to visit Chip too, man. Chip Chip looked like he got it, man. Chip looked like he could, he could teach me something, you know? I like and, that. and others, and others. Yeah. <laughs> Stick talk boxing, what up? Uh, Francis, what kind of juice does your fighter drink, your trainer drink? What the hell is Doomy? Somebody hacked Doomy's account today? His, his comment's been weird. Weird. Uh, <laughs> what was the last one Doomy said? So uh, what's my nail polish I like? Yeah, what shit? was your nail polish? I think somebody hacked poor Doomy, man. What the fuck? Uh, stick talk. You ready? Hey, how you doing, brother? How you doing? Yo, quick question. I'm good show. I ain't got. I ain't got nothing. I ain't going. Ain't going fuck with you today. I keep hearing you mention Kid Kelly. Is Kid, Kid Kelly the Dominican Dominican guy that that used to have a gym in Brooklyn? Yeah, that's him. Oh shit! You down here with Kid Kelly? All right. That's your man. Oh. You trained with him before? No, no, we um he he used to do shows. He had a big gym that yeah. Zab Judah took over when he left. Yeah, uh, he was telling me that he do that. Yeah, he used to do shows. Yeah, we used to he used to bring like like he probably doing out there. We every month or every 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 three weeks he would have a little show and we bring the kids out there. That's all right, man. Yeah, see, and that's tell another him, reason. Him. 
That's, go another, ahead, go ahead. that's another reason I switched. Remember, we was going to do Tampa City boxing, but they gym is all beautiful and shit. I feel like Kid Kelly needs that love and recognition. He got a lot of kids in there, man. He did. You, you, you fucking with Kid Kelly because you Dominican. <laughs> no, that too, yo. Because I tell you, when I Googled his gym, I had no clue. His box rec don't even say he Dominican. So when I walked into the gym, I had already done my research and, you know, got my address and all that. So when I walked in, and the lady was, was uh, you know, you could hear it in her voice. Like I'm like, hold on, you Latina? And she's like, yeah, I'm Dominican. I'm like, what? So he Dominican? <laughs> and she like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, it's over. It's over. Yeah, so just when you when you go, when you head, that's where you're training at now? Yeah. All right, when you go back, just tell them Rockaway Ropes sends their regards. Rockaway Roach? Ropes. 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 Oh, ropes. Ropes. I got you. All right, man. Good, good show, man. That's my call, man. All right, all right. Yeah, it's funny, man. My my friend, uh, when I first started in the business, my friend, uh, he helped me tremendously. Ohio, yeah. you met him in Pittsburgh, Matt in Ohio. Oh, okay, okay. Helped me tremendously, and he always wanted me to get involved in the amateurs. And I'm like, man, fuck the amateurs, man. Fucking amateurs and they bullshit as you know politics, but. It's pretty cool to be involved in the amateurs and watch that kid turn into a pro and then watch that pro turn into a champion. You almost feel part of that shit, bro. You almost feel like you 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 did it with them, man. So yeah, I'm telling you, it was it was crazy watching Chris Colbert get to the heights that he's at, you know. Hey, there's somebody coming for you, but you can my man Ma uh 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 uh, Arthur Breed said he's 240 and he can run eight straight miles. Okay, champ. He also said he can stop you before, but yeah, you know. I know. What's his amateur record? He must got. He must be an amateur thinking he can stop me. You ain't gonna be no regular dude off the couch stopping me. You you just typing in the chat, <laughs> you know. Uh, but I think that's everyone, man. I think that's everyone except for Jay Mac attack. Did he take all three today? I know that uh, was like. Yeah, he, he left the last one. I know that was like a common thing for the week. J Mac. Yo. Yo. Y'all hear me? We do. You hear me better now? We better now. Uh, whatever call it was, uh, a few callers, he actually with you running. I don't remember his name. Uh-huh. He, uh, he dropped some jewels on you. Like he say meditation and what have you. Before you can start breathing, because you got to train breathing technique with something you could do daily while you're sitting down in your chair sitting around it just become more conscientious for your breathing so you got to train that so you could kind of go back to it and then uh for the uh meditation i think your problem is you get too excited i just fear and you're drilling rush and you can't control it so once you uh like you up like that it's hard for you to take control of your breathing or, or you forget to breathe um well you say going to different trainers at this point, you've been struggling with that, so I will focus on the training that can tap into that a lot more. So, like I said, uh, meditations, find something that relaxes your brain. If it's music while you uh, shadow boxing, if it's just breathing technique, working on it uh, three to four times a day, becoming more conscientious on how you breathe so you can learn how to flow that breathing through your nose. If it's if it sounds and what have you, that got to be worked on if you don't have that. Hold on. Don't cut him yet. Don't cut him yet. Ah, oh, man, I wanted to ask him a question. I, I, hey, Coach J Mac, I wanted to get an update on Supermax and a weight check if possible. Is he in, man? You know his fight ain't. We only is he in? I sent you the thing. His, his hands are like. Is he in? Is the, is his opponent in? We don't even know about that fight. To answer that question accurately, 
since we're doing some lightweight pad work and what have you. Supermax said, y'all will find out when y'all need to find out. That's my answer. Oh, I, yeah, you know, well, I'm glad he stepped it up because, you know, that's why I give out tough love. You see? You see? You see? The, 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 the pad work and the fact that that girl looks better than him on the pad work, it bothered him. So he probably working. And let me tell you something. You can ask Jordan. Um, I don't know if the two correlate. And what I mean by that is I don't know if when I said that, the spike in activity in Supermax's Apple Watch rose, but ask, ask um, you know, Jordan. Yeah. You yeah. can see for yourself. All of a sudden now Supermax burning 1,400 calories a day. I mean, sometimes you got to push these dudes. Uh, they said a counterpunch from Bruce, but Bruce ain't on there. I don't see Bruce, but I do see Kansas City Mac. That ain't Kansas City Mac. I see Hawk and Maryland. Hello? Yo, Doomy's definitely hot. That's a, that, that's a fake Doomy. That's a fake Doomy. I'm about to check that shit. That's a fake Doomy. We hear you, bro. Oh, no, that's oh, a real hey, what's going on, brothers? What's up, Francis? What's, what's up, up, brother? What up? Ain't too much, ain't too much, guys. Um, um, so the, um, I like that fight. I like that fight. Uh, uh, Charlo and Benavidez. But the thing, um, that Benavidez, I don't know if people really know. He was a, he was a real big kid when he was a kid. He was real big, and he was out there boxing grown men. You know, the grown championship men years ago. So you know, he's got a lot of skills and a lot of talent. So I don't know. I really like to see that fight. I like that fight. I just think uh, uh, Benavidez might have the edge on experience and stuff because he's really been around boxing for a long, long time. It may be longer than what Charlo know about. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I like to see that fight. I like to see that fight. But great show, fellas. So y'all going to keep on today, huh? Yeah, later on at 2.30. 2.30. I got to catch that. Got to catch that. That's, 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 that's that man that can sell a fight, I'm telling you. Hey. And he can fight. So I like Keith. Yeah, I like Keith. So, uh, uh, 100 for you, fellas, and thank you for the show, fellas. All right. Bruce, All right, be counterpunch. What up, what up, man? I just want, so, I don't I don't mean no, uh, no disrespect. I'm taking no disrespect from anything I'm saying, but when you're about to box, are you, like, be afraid? Or are you, like, nervous and stuff like that? I mean, I think that uh, I, I'm always nervous, and, and, and I ask fighters that question, and I feel like uh, some of them answer it truthfully and some of them be lying. Uh, the truthful boxers, they'll say, yeah, yeah, you always get butterflies before you get in there, and that's what I feel, you know what I'm saying? I always I mean, feel that. You do. That's, that's true, you do, but you got to be able to You got to be able to relax, man. You can't be too – that can't paralyze you. You know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, again, it's I I think it's beyond fear because I'm experiencing it in pad work, right? So I think it's just the Uh, sequence. I think it's the sequence. Me doing more than a one-two is causing me to hold my breath. I'm answering my own question, but I could be wrong. Maybe that's not it, but that's what I feel. No, I mean, that. yeah, you just... I don't know what to tell you, man. Because usually, and in, in, in my experience, it's just when people are real nervous. Because if you take a if you take an open fighter and you put them in there with a novice, it's that they can handle that they've handled before, they do fine. But when they about to box somebody that they can't handle, they all you know what I'm saying. Hold their breath, and it's a lot of different things. Man. 
Yeah. But if you if you can't breathe past, then I I don't know, brother. Yeah, man. Yeah, on. I mean, I, I, again, I know it's 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 whenever I get past that 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 one two three, I think <laughs> start adding that uh, four. Yeah. Like he he want me to do the one two three. Uh, what is it? Slip one two. You know, and then he <laughs> might he might want to add something else to that. I'm like, hold up, man. We huffing and puffing right now. You got to get out of your own head, then. Man. Mm-hmm. You got to get out of your own head. That sounds real basic, but. You got to get out of your own head. Don't, don't make that agreement. Don't agree that you're going to get tired or lose your breath. Just change, change what you think about it. But that's uh, that's my call. All right, Chuck. JT, counterpunch. Counterpunch. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've been wanting to respond to this, Ness. You keep bringing up, uh, like yesterday, the past. All that stuff look good with the thing about it. That's like with any sport. You can teach a kid how to dribble basketball, do drills and stuff like that. But if you're holding pads like that, people don't fight like that in the ring. She now, do. I mean, they got, wait a minute, wait a minute. You keep saying that this girl will beat Supermax or Mario. Yeah. I absolutely don't think that will happen. Because when you put pressure in front of somebody, they don't fight like how you hit the pads. She pads sent the sparring, man. She sent the sparring. We ain't got to guess no more. She sent that shit yesterday. And these girls will absolutely put hands on Mario and fucking Supermax. And I'm a scratch. Yes. I'm a Hold on, right now. Go ahead. I'm holding Hold on. on. That's, I think you're obsessed with the pad work. But yeah, okay. Some people do fight like this. It's like how Floyd, when they hold a pass for Floyd, Floyd don't fight like that. Well, Floyd can fight like that. But it, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not trying to go over the bridge with Floyd. But what I'm trying to tell you, they got certain fighters that you hold a pass for. They don't fight like that. They get in there, and I've seen it multiple times. They look good on the pass, but then when they get in sparring and put in real-life situations, they don't think like how the pass are because pass are not hitting you back. Uh, pass don't hit back. I so it's, I just think like certain people hold a pass. Doomy was saying this out there when we was out there in Dallas. Like Doomy hold a pass different from me. I hold a pass like in a sparring situation, in a fight situation. I move around. I, I hold a pass for different angles. Do me a more hold a pass for like a like a, a stationary fight. And some fighters don't fight stationary. A, a fighter, an opponent is moving back and forth, in and out, slipping side to side, changing his levels and stuff like that. That's why I hold a pass the way I hold it. But that don't work for everybody. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. You get a little excited about when you see pad work, it looking all good and nice. But then when you put that pressure on on the front of somebody, let's see if they go hold up if they're gonna fight the same way. I hear you. But I got excited with her power, and now I'm excited with her spawn. First of all, this dude right here, the sparring her, way bigger than Mario, in 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 50 million times better shape than Supermax. Okay, watch this. Now let's just pause right there. Zero fucking fear. She walked him down, set him up with the jab, came upstairs with the. I don't even have to press play no more. Again. Mario didn't do this. Mario reached for Keem's stomach and got lucky with the top hook. But let's press play. Straight right. Straight right, she just landed. Overhand right and a left hook, she just landed. This a grown-ass man. But nah, she she can't transition what she did in pad work into the ring. But she doing it. Nice right now. Now, did you see that, uh, Francis? Did you see her motherfucking roll? 
Did you yeah, just I'm see catching that roll? Yeah, I'm catching on the replay. Show me, yeah. show me where the fuck Supermax rolls. He'll roll a fucking roll of donuts down his mouth. Fuck out of here. Y'all be lying, man. I ain't lying to nobody. And nobody want to be my friend because I'm telling the truth. You wasn't really my motherfucking friend. Look at her slip two jabs there. Ah. Look, look, she bit on his faint, but she she showed you I'm about to parry that jab if he would have threw it. Parry that jab. Come on, man, I'm done. Oh yeah, man. she moving. She parrying and moving. Man. High guard, done, yeah, she man. moving. I'm what? I'm done, man. I'm done. Man. Hey. Listen, yeah, she man, moving. Listen, I man, I know talent, man. I know talent, and there's no disrespect to nobody. I'm not saying I'm good. I, I look like shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but that I, I could still criticize other people that look just as shitty as me. You know? And uh, I know I'd knock her out. I can't say the same about Supermax and Mario. I'm just keeping it fucking real. Now, if Mario changes my opinion when he gets here and he's sparring... We'll see, but we got some little kids in that gym that's going to put hands on Mario. I'm telling you right the fuck now. They're going to put hands on I'm Mario. telling you right now, Jordan is how old, and he got hands put on him yesterday. So I don't Man. know what y'all talking about. Boxing ain't got no age. It ain't got no gender. It's about skill. Your skill the tells skill. you. Thank you. Her ring generalship is A1 in this video. Thank you. Man, I'm just, you know, whatever. People just hating, hating. She beats you, Francis. Uh-oh, they really coming at you now. Yeah, yeah, of course you do. Look at her, look at her double jab and her feet. I'm with y'all. I don't want no smoke. Mm -hmm. I'm good. <laughs> yo, yo, she translated them pads into that and ring. Her, her, exactly. The same double jab on the pad fate is what she was exactly. doing. Exactly. He was paying attention. So, like, her execution now, of what she's learned is high. Now, what they need to do is not stop being my friend, not block me, not say I'm a dick. Border Wars 13? I mean, 10? March 13th, show me you better than her because we got tape of her. I can't pull up nothing right now. I can't pull up a fight that looked better than this because Supermax took more shots versus Santiago than she just took in this sparring. And I can't pull up Patton because Mario, in his sparring, he got dropped. And in his fight, he got dropped. So, I mean, what am I lying about? You understand? I ain't lying about nothing. I ain't lying about nothing. They just don't like that motherfucking truth. The truth shall set you free. <laughs> Keem in Florida. What up? Uh, Actually, Keem, you got to wait. You got to wait, Keem. We got that ring on the line. Hey, Keem. Wait. Oh, shit. Get your ass in the ring. Hey, daddy. This is Dollar Lids low. We can't the hear kite. you, champ. We can't hear you, champ. No lids low. You already know. Lids low. Lids low. Lids low. I'm into the light. Lids low. We're going to Keem in Florida. Cry oh, baby shit. Keem. Keem just, Keem just uh, hung up. We're going to Dennis in Tampa. Dennis in Tampa. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm looking forward to Border Wars. Um, that guy's supposed to call you, Ness. That's the last communication I had with him. I'll leave it at that. He knows to call you. Um, yo, check this out. When I think about, um, is there a WBC, not like Super Champ, I know there's in 168, like the WBA has a regular champ? Because let's say um, Charlo fights Benavidez, could it be for a belt? Because now we're in a time that people go on these YouTube channels to do fights, but um, is Charlo going to be willing to fight Benavidez for nothing other than recognition? Are they going to risk? Are they really going to do this? Or is it just another hot topic for us to be bullshitting about? Because I was just wondering, because it, there's no w, WBA they're going to go to. Is there something in WBC that's like that? Um, I know he's the regular champ at one six, but you'll follow what I'm saying. So at the end of the day, man, wouldn't it be nice if these things actually happen? Because if we look at Benavidez, he's not going to be free to what? September? And Charlo, when he's ready to fight now, who's Charlo going to fight now? Is he going to wait till September? So yeah, maybe they fight. Wouldn't it be nice? All this other stuff. But realistically, when I look at the time that they're going to do this, um, when? June? I doubt it if he's fighting in March, but he being Benavidez. So when we talk about these things that will fight, I look at the timeline. You know, like when is it actually potentially going to happen? And will Charlo be willing to go up to 168 to fight a non-champion? Remember that he ain't got shit. He ain't offered nothing but um. I mean, according to Charlo, he said he'd do it. And he put his own title on the line. Uh, we got Davidian. What up? Actually, Davidian, hold up. We got a pound for pound. And uh, hopefully, we don't lose uh, my co-host now all of a sudden. Hopefully, his his, <laughs> his, his, his his service doesn't get crazy all of a sudden now. And, 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 and he's not a veil. The champ is here. The champ is here. Oops. What the fuck? What happened? What the fuck? Is that how you do your pop and pop? Red belt, black belt, the B-O-N green. I'm king. Undisputed goat, T-B-E. And you can catch the news first on T-B-V. Voice of the people, people, now let me speak. Scientists of the sweet, B-O-X-I-N-G. No stainless? You. Just listening? Because Francis talking about uh, stainless need to pay his fees. He's saying y'all fight is official. I didn't know. And it's just listening? I guess he in the he, gym He's always working. trying to paint your, paint your picture. <laughs> I, guess, I guess he in the gym working, man. He uh, in the gym. Yo, this is, man. This is your monster you build up, man. This is your promoted monster that got to fight, man. I, like I, I gotta make sure I'm prepared, man. I'm not trying to get hurt. All right, well he just listening, man. He making sure you ain't talking crazy. That's what he was doing. Davidian, Buffalo Falls, what up? 
Uh, Francis. What's good? What's good? Um, What's good? Yeah, great show. I love the interviews as usual. You know, I like the. Um, I'm gonna keep my eye out on, on the prospect or, or the um, amateur or whatever. Um, but I want to see the the Benavidez versus uh, Charlo. Like, I hope it. I want to see it happen. That'd be a good fight. You know, I mean they they both talking like they want it, but I'm hoping we see, you know, it come into reality. So. That's all I want to see. I, I really want to see it happen. Now all this getting on Instagram and talking, like, are you really going to do it, though? You know, mm. but, right. but other than that, great, you know, great show. Um, that's a, the place looks nice, you know, sun is shining. Wish I was there, you know. <laughs> I hate the cold, <laughs> but, yeah, great show. Um, God bless y'all. All right, champ. All right, Davidian. Buffalo Falls. Yes, sir. He waiting for Francis to inspire him so he could join Border Wars as well, man. Don't worry. When the border open up, I'm going to drive to Davidian in Buffalo and check him out. Mm. Yo, what up, man? Let's find a gym out here in Buffalo and let's go get some work. Mm. As soon as that border open up, man, me and Davidian going to connect for sure. Yeah. So. We'll connect through the airwaves. So that's it. Oh, let's low. Let's try you again. Rakeem, man. Keem didn't come back. Rakeem ain't come back, man. He, he heard you talking. He went to hit the bag. Lids That's low. I'm that guy. Nothing. I'm that guy. Lids low. Lids low. Something wrong with your headset, champ. Something wrong with your headset. Let me see if J, JT, you ain't got no counterpoint. You keep unmuting, unmuting. But that's it. We out. Next GTO Instagram and Twitter. We are back at 2.15. Keith at 2.30. Plus, we got the flagship 7 o'clock. We're going to have Adam Blue Nose Lopez at 7.30. We're going to have Victor Morales at 8.30. We're going to have yep. Ken Porter at 9 o'clock. Flagship uh -huh. show. Do me a beyond. Mario's off. Uh, Francis should be here. And maybe Enrique. Definitely be here. Definitely be here. Man, what? Enrique, yeah, who knows, man? That's GTO, Instagram, and Twitter. Follow us on all forms of social media at The Boxing Voice to stay up to date with everything we're doing. Trey, all you got to do is uh, put quarters in your pocket. Trey said he wish he was a Border Wars heavyweight. He see a lot of tune-ups. Go, go ahead and put some quarters in your pocket, champ. You know what, you know what I'm saying? saying? Yo, you already know what it is, people. It's Next Up Sports Talk. You can find me there personally on all social media. Also, be sure, be sure... Be sure, sure to go ahead and check out the Wayne a video is about to premiere of Jordan Isom, Earl Spence's best friend, speaking about Earl speaking about Keith Thurman and his response on social media to Earl Spence. So you might want to check that out before 2:30. Um, uh, interview with Keith Thurman. Be sure to be here tonight because we're gonna have a crazy lineup tonight of people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, in the house. So for a flagship show, you already know what it is, man. It's TBV all day long. Yes, you know what I'm saying? If you're not subscribe if you're not a member if you're not a patreon i don't know what you're doing but definitely go ahead and smash that what thumbs up doing, button peace man? catch y'all next one what are you doing if you ain't doing that hold on we got uh jt kind of punch <laughs> i just i just went watch the uh live that you put up on that girl on sport man i got buddy look i don't even want myra to, i don't feel bad myra would knock that woman out the ring I watched the dude. Dude wasn't even touching her, so that's what? why he just came in. No, he was not. He threw one or two punches. Crazy. 
Come on, man. Listen. You know why he girl, wasn't touching her. You know hey, why. He was, hold on, Ness. He was not touching her because if he would have touched her, she wouldn't have done none of the stuff. That that was a, a organized foreign. Oh, where my you got God. A man in a, Yo, I'm yes, about to get man, her back. I just watched the stuff. And, Francis, if you think that girl be too, you, bro, don't don't go to the border wars because Stanley's going to put something on your ass if you think that girl will beat you. Mario would knock that girl out the ring. You tripping. He got a hit up. He got a hit Mario would knock that girl out the ring. One punch, that girl would not do none of that stuff that she was taught. Bruh, she just took a one-two and parried the shot and blocked the right. What are you talking about? And this dude is that taller was organized and bigger than my... Come on, man. How the man gonna... wasn't trying to hit her. How you going to say that's organized? You wasn't there? Well, I was listening to it. The what? coach was coaching him through it. The, Co the, the dude was not her. even open it up. Coach he and let her. her walk. Ness, he let her walk in on an angle. He ain't let her he walk in. She set nothing. that shit up. She set that shit oh up with the, with the I, hook I, to the I, body. I got you. I got you, brother. You se you selling it. You selling it. She but Mario will put. Now, Mario will. That girl will forget everything she was taught if Mario hit that woman one time. Never. Okay. Never, man. Listen, she set that shit up. She walked in on him because she threw the jab to the body, came up top with the left hook, and even landed the overhand. I'm going to have to share this shit so again. Yo. Mark, what, 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 what are they going to do when they get the double jab to the face? Her double jab, you mean? Yeah, to the face. The I'm piston like double jab to the face. I don't even know. They, it, I, it's crazy. First, the pad work was, was choreographed, and now this is also set up. She ain't getting no credit. Wait till she turned pro. Because you, you heard the story. She want to turn pro. She ain't just doing this. So, I don't know, man, but it don't look choreographed to me. I'm just keeping it real. Uh, I'm not playing it up. It don't look choreographed. I'm about to watch that shit again, but I'm I'm over here. I ain't capping. I can't hit pads like, like, like she can, so I'm going to keep it 100 now. Yeah. I, I ain't no fool, man. Word I'm going to keep ball. it like, I don't I look like that. Hit, as I did. Huh? I, don't, I don't look like that on the pads, man. I don't oh. look like that. <laughs> like, hell no. She got rhythm and, and she, she breathing and moving. Like, yeah, that was impressive. I don't give a damn what none of y'all say. Y'all cap it if you say otherwise, for sure. Who the fuck is Christian Thickens? Who the fuck is this? Who's up? Who's up? Never heard of you, Christian. My man out here. All right, and that's GTO Instagram, Twitter. Nobody left behind? Nobody left behind. Yeah, man, the weigh-in, YouTube, IG. Peace, y'all.